Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Bikes for Death podcast. As always, my name is Patrick, and I'm your host. And on today's episode, you are going to join Natalie and I as we take on the 120 miles of the Ozark Rando. Uh, in this case, it was the Ozark Rando 120. This episode is just now coming out because after the Ozark Rando, I attempted a ITT of the Central Texas Showdown. And because the actual Central Texas Showdown event was taking place right after I finished that, I wanted to get that episode out for anybody who was going to be participating in that. And then I had to run the event. And now we're getting back into podcasting mode. And so we're kind of going back in time with this one and joining Natalie and I in Arkansas on this ride. And today's episode is a little bit long, so I'll try to make this brief, but I do want to add some context to this episode. For me, this was just a ride. I wanted to go out and check out this new event. I've been wanting to do a randonnée, and I was also training for the Central Texas Showdown ITT. So I signed up, and then I tried to convince my girlfriend Natalie to sign up. And that was a big ask. So for context, prior to this ride, Natalie's longest ride she'd ever been on was 60 miles, and that was in Texas, and there was hardly any climbing. That was like a year ago when we went on that ride, or somewhere about there. And then probably about four or five months ago, we went to Arkansas, and we rode most of the Lovett Trail, which is a really aggressive, epic mountain biking trail. It's literally called an Imba Epic. That's not just my adjective I'm using there. And... That is a super gnarly trail, very challenging, and she did that. It was hard, but she completed it. The one thing that I know about Natalie is that she is very tough. And so this Arkansas ride was well outside of her really even ability to like comprehend what she was signing up for. I definitely tried to give her as much information as possible like leading up to it. I never want to trick anybody, right? Like I want to give you as much information as possible and then you can decide if it's something that you want to do. And so we had those conversations. She decided that she wanted to take a stab at it, which was a huge step up from 60 miles in Texas to 120 in Arkansas with like around 12,000 feet of climbing. So I thought it was really cool. That's one thing that I really appreciate about Natalie is that she's tough and she is down for hard things to try things out of her comfort zone and this is certainly no exception i've been wanting to get natalie on podcast for a while because she's not a brand new cyclist but she's probably what you would consider a beginner cyclist i think she's been riding for a couple of years now when we met about a year and a half ago you know, she was riding her bike and having a good time. And she was really like in the beginning phases of becoming a cyclist. She knew she liked to ride. She had bought a cool bike. She had bought the rough outfit and, you know, she was on her way. And then she met me. And of course I kind of like ignited a fire that was already lit and maybe just poured some gasoline on it and just kind of accelerated the process that she was already on. As she and I have been going along this process and as I've been watching her develop as a cyclist, I've really wanted to kind of capture her experience and her story a little bit because I think there's probably a lot more people that can value from uh, the experience of somebody who's new at cycling or new to riding their first century or new to going bikepacking for the first time. But at the same time, 
it's harder to find people that are as eager to share being a beginner at anything, right? Like most people want to share their accomplishments when they do something big or once they're super trained and fit and they have something to brag about. But it's harder to find people who want to say, hey, I'm new at this, I have fears, I have anxieties, I have concerns, I have unknowns, and I'm working my way through all those. And hey, let me also share that process with you. And the other thing that I will add about Natalie that I just touched on is that she does carry with her fears and anxieties around cycling and other things in life. But one thing that I really admire about her is that she does not allow fear or anxiety to prevent her from doing anything in her life. And that can be a really big challenge and a big hurdle as somebody myself who has struggled with social anxiety, it can be really easy to use that as a crutch to not go and do the things that you really want to or need to be doing for yourself. So in addition to just riding 120 miles, she was also working through a lot of anxieties and unknowns and fears that she has and she's carrying with her. And again, that's another thing that's not super easy to share. And so I just want to start out by acknowledging and saying thank you to Natalie for allowing me to share this episode because it's hard to be vulnerable. It's hard to be vulnerable to be, you know, being new at something and it's hard to be vulnerable to share fears and anxieties. She did. She has approved this episode. I have full authorization and um, I hope you enjoy it. So while this episode may be a little granular for some, because we are really going to go through our whole ride today. Our episode starts at dinner the night before where we're talking and game planning about how we're approaching the weekend. And then it takes you all the way through to the end when we're driving in our car back to the hotel in the wee early hours of the morning. I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun on this ride. It genuinely was fun. And it also pushed me way further than I thought that I would be pushed. The ride started at 9 a.m. on Saturday, and we had a goal of finishing by 12 p.m. that night. Uh, And I'm not gonna spoiler alert it for you, but we came in dead fucking last. It took way, way longer than either of us thought that it would, which was a complete mind fuck, but it's good. It's good to test yourself. It's good to think, oh, I'm going to be done at 12 or 2 a.m. And then you're out there way later. And then you have to mentally keep processing, you know, that. And it was a challenge. It was a good challenge. And uh, I really enjoyed it. And I hope that you enjoy joining Natalie and I as we take on the Ozark Rando 120. But before we get into it, let's take a moment to thank the people that made today's episode possible. And we'd like to start with our latest batch of patrons. And I'm happy to report we have quite a few this week. So we would like to thank Buck Crockett. And can we just acknowledge and appreciate what a great name that is? Buck Crockett. Hell yeah. Uh, we got Borden Man, Blake Marquis, James Broadhurst, and Catherine Helbig. We appreciate all of you so much for supporting our little independent podcast that could. And if you would like to find out how to support this work, you can find out more over at patreon.com forward slash bikes or death. Now, today we are going to be talking all things Arkansas. So let me tell you about my friends over at Fayetteville. 
In addition to serving the host community for this year's Ozark Randonnée, past editions of the Arkansas High Country Race, the 2022 UCI Cyclocross World Championships, and countless annual road, mountain bike, and gravel events, Fayetteville, Arkansas is an award-winning, bicycle-friendly community worthy of consideration for your next cycling vacation. A network of 110 miles of protected paved paths and single track trails thoughtfully weave through the town with world-class experiences like the Razorback Greenway and Fayetteville Traverse Trail easily accessible from the parking lots of several bike-friendly hotels. With the Ozark Mountains as the backdrop, Fayetteville is a popular hub for cyclists looking for bigger days on bikes. With guests enjoying access to over a million acres of national forest and thousands of miles of rewarding gravel roads right from the edge of town. After your ride, Fayetteville, Arkansas features a variety of locally owned restaurants, breweries, and coffee shops. And the patios are often populated by the cycling community that calls Fayetteville home. To start planning your next cycling vacation, just visit experiencefayetteville.com. There, you'll find a large selection of curated routes for every riding style, including road, gravel, mountain bike, and urban adventures. Thank you very much, Experience Fayetteville, for hosting Natalie and I while we were there. And, dear listener, next time you are in the Arkansas area, make sure to stay in, ride in, eat in, and check out Fayetteville, Arkansas. All right, ching, 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 the bills have been paid, and now it is time to get to my episode with me and Natalie. Before we do, let's have Miles Arbor kick it off with the Bikes for Death theme song. You load up your bike, you ride away from home. You could be with your friends, or you could be alone. You ride for a day, or maybe more. You just love being in the great outdoors. Everything you need is strapped to your bars, including that new pillow you got from Santa Claus. And then you think, oh shit to yourself. You left that super lightweight tent on the living room shelf. Bikes. Leaning into joy and happiness and playfulness. Does that mean I can jab you? No, you can be playful in a nice way. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah, I want to see what the sections are. I think it, the first stop is at like mile 38 or something like that. And what is that going to be? Just like a gas station? Yeah, just, I mean, it's a town. I guess that's worth discussing. Uh, do you want to just start in a, sorry, what am I trying to say? Do you want, is a gas station good enough for that first stop? Like 38 miles, 40 miles in, whatever it is. What are other options? I, I don't know. I mean, it could be a restaurant. I mean, it's a town. So like but we're Walgreens, be- Walmart. Uh, a restaurant. We're going to uh, want to kind of keep moving, so I don't think that we're going to want to sit down at a restaurant. That's my thought, yeah. So it is 38 miles <laughs> to this first town. 
I do think in every resupply, I might want to just chill for a Even if it's a gas station, just kind of chill for a minute, take a breath, take a beat. You know? Yeah. How much time? I mean, I was thinking for this first stop, it would be like a 20, 30 minute stop. Yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah, cool. That's what I wrote on my notes. Yeah, Huntsville's a pretty, like, good-sized town. So there's, oh, right here, there's a grocery. Yeah. We'll have some options. Yeah. It, the route takes us right down Main Street. Yeah, it takes us right down Main Street. I mean, I, I've, I've marked on here this uh, grocery store as our, as our stop, but it doesn't have to be. Grocery stores are good because, like, I don't know, they'll have sandwiches and like real food. They'll have yeah. some real food for we us. We probably find some hot, even you know, if we wanted to. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I think I asked that question, but like, yeah. So, what time? Uh, we would get there about one o'clock. So it'll be lunchtime. Yeah. So I would like to eat real food. I mean, I, we don't just sit down at a restaurant, but if we go to a grocery store and they have like a, you know, some grocery stores have like a hot section. Like yeah. something that they made that day, you know, some chicken or something. Some chicken. Get you a whole rotisserie chicken. Yeah, I was actually gonna make that joke. We could just grab a rotisserie chicken and some bread and some yeah. mayonnaise and take a wing. Mm-hmm. And just mm-hmm. be chewing on it on the trail. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what I wanted to ask you was about your. Um, so that first resupply at mile 38, you want to do real food. How does your stomach handle? How much experience do you have like riding on a full stomach? I, we did it when we did that 60 miles at that restaurant. What did we do that day that we did 60 miles? Oh, we ate Mexican. that Mexican. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't very good Mexican. I was fine. Um, I think I'll be fine. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to, I don't think I want to eat something super, like, greasy or no. anything that's going to, like, or even anything super spicy, you know, that's going to cause acid reflux, but, like, a chicken sandwich, you know, yeah. something like that could be really good. I like real food. Like, when I stop at places, I'll get a pizza. I like chicken sandwiches. I've had club sandwiches, uh, burger. Burger might be a little, can be a little bit heavy. It really depends on the burger for me. Um, but like by dinner time, I know I'm gonna be like hungry. That hungry. that dinner time break, I think is gonna be. So are you wanting point. to stop and sit at a restaurant in Kingston or what? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's only one place, and it's a gas station slash restaurant. Okay. And that's where we're eating because there awesome. is only one place. <laughs> I looked at the menu; it looks good. I mean, it's just probably like chicken tenders and burgers sure. and stuff like that. Yeah. But, it actually looked pretty good. Okay, cool. Um, so, so mile 38, we'll eat something kind of, yeah, that's what I would eat too, is just some, something not wild, greasy, spicy, whatever, and not overeat. That's the other thing, like, we can, you get something, eat half of it, and then take it on the bike if you need to. So I have, like, extra bags on my bike, like, I have... I have my frame bag that we'll see. When we go back to the hotel and start to load, load everything up, we'll see how much room we have. But I have this, I know for a fact that I have this front roll that doesn't have any, anything in it and shouldn't have anything in it. Um, 
and I'm planning on being able to store food in there. And there's nothing in my honey pot feed bags right now. Yeah. No. So. I mean, the only thing I really you'll be carrying is like probably your gummies, your uh, foam. Or maybe you'll carry the. Sandwiches. I'm gonna carry yeah. the sandwiches. So you're like your phone, your your power bank. Yeah, I mean your yeah. water. Like I'll have space. I'll be. I'll be good. My two. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. No, you should. Yeah. Yeah, your two honey pots should have. And then you can we can put that other top two bag on there, the yep. gray one. Yes. And it should just be empty. And I have a bunch of stuff in that already. I have like chapstick and a little lotion, and um, <laughs> I just feel like. I don't know. You want something that like feels good when you're miserable and everything is chapped from the wind. You just yeah. want like I feel like chapstick will feel really nice. Um, and I have chapstick, yeah, but lotion. Yeah, like your my hands. I feel like my hands will be chapped from the wind. Oh, you know. Sure. <laughs> I, that happens. <laughs> yeah, I think it happens. I think that happens. Um, I'm sure it's happened to one person before. <laughs> And it's good to be prepared for that. Mm-hmm. I have some other stuff in there. It's full. Oh, I have an extra pair of contacts in case anything That's happens. That's a good idea. Yeah, because I would be totally fucked if, like, something happened to one of my contacts, you know? No. And I'm going to carry my sunglasses. Yeah. I'll have my ombres, so don't worry. Yeah, I'm going to need zero bitching out of you. Yeah. That's, that's what's happening. Yeah. And I don't not, get to bitch. The only reason I get to bitch tomorrow is if I break a leg or something, and yes. then I can complain. Once like I need once it's confirmed that it's broken. Yeah, I need a medical emergency. It better be like deformed. Yeah. Know? If a bone isn't sticking out, like why am I complaining? People break bones all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is happening. We're doing this. No big deal. It's just a 38-mile bike ride. We're doing something. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think would be the best, like, if, uh, how do I ask this question? What is the least impactful reason that you would feel comfortable quitting? The least impactful reason? Yeah. Like, the least significant thing? Least significant. the most minor reason that I'm going to be out. Yeah. I'm having a hard time wording it, but I think you're wording it better and you're with me. The only thing I can think of that's going to make me out is your knee. Is my knee. I mean, it's, it's, and I, and I think there's a, unfortunately like a pretty high likelihood that I'm going to have some major knee problems tomorrow. That's so great. Then I don't have to ride 120 miles and be like, oh, we're done. It's going to be like, <laughs> It really is going to be a matter of, like, can I work through those? Is ibuprofen going to do the job? How much ibuprofen can I take? I think I need to look that up, Um, like, safely, you know? Like, can I stop and stretch and reset and reset my knee? Or Because at the end of the Love It and at the end of that 30-mile ride that we did, my knee was hurt both times. My knee was hurting so bad I really could not have continued. You know, like, I I was out. I was done. I was absolutely done. And because of how bad it was hurting, like, I can manage a lot of pain. I, I have a thought on, can I touch on that knee mm-hmm. pain real quick? And, mm-hmm. and specifically Arkansas. Um, 
I thought about this before and I forgot to mention it, but I do wonder, and I'm curious, how much, if any, stress and anxiety could cause your knee pain. Because you were freaking the fuck out <laughs> and on the limit, you know? Like, were you so tense that your body just, like, tensed up, you know, or something like that? Do you think that's a possibility? Maybe. I mean, yeah, maybe my body tensed up. Maybe, you know, stress can cause inflammation. So let's apply that logic to the night ride you were stressed. Because I it wasn't was, that stressed. You weren't. Yeah, you were, I really wasn't that stressed. I was okay. Remember, I was like, normally I'm a little anxious at that's night. That's true. But I'm feeling okay that's true yeah that's true okay i really don't i mean it's not in my head <laughs> like i have knee i know problems. it's on your head but i'm just trying to i mean you it's know how stress real. and anxiety can yeah. manifest itself in a number of ways and i'm i'm just trying to yeah think I'm through sure it doesn't help yeah but i i mean whatever happens to my knee is real and, and regardless you're gonna be stressed tomorrow no i'm gonna be happy good yeah i'm gonna be happy all day oh good look at you are you gonna cry? Yes, but happy tears. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna cry until it starts getting dark. What do you think is gonna make me cry? Just everything. I'm gonna cry for no reason. No, you're. It's gonna be everything. It's gonna be bears. It's gonna be oh, hard. Don't, don't talk to me about bears. Well, it's gonna happen tomorrow. Like, you're going to get tired. The nighttime is going to approach. Everything's going to be a bear. Everything's, Everything's going to look like a bear. bear. Yeah. 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 And remember, I'm not going to Remember, though, no, the big difference here is that you're going to have good lights on your bike and your helmet, and your visibility is going to be way better than it ever was on the Love It. We didn't have any lights, you know, and so it was just, like, shadows, and the sun was setting, oh. and... And we were also in the fucking woods. We're going to be on yes. road, you know. Yes. And there's other people that are going to be out there. And it's just so much different than that love it experience. So I think you're going to cry about everything. And I do think that it, it's going to happen around nighttime, leading up to nighttime, right after nighttime. But And the reason for that is that will also be once we're 12 hours into the day and we've got three or four hours left and... You know, it's gonna. You know, it's probably gonna start to get harsh. Oh my god, I can't like even you saying those words. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> like make sense. Twelve hours into the day. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy to think about because, uh, like, when do you do anything for twelve hours a day? Anything. Well, you know what I was thinking about is like. I, I was thinking, like, this is just, like, a long day. Sometimes I have long days. Sometimes yeah. my days are an endurance sport, right? Like, I wake up at 6 in the morning. I go to work in the ER for 10 hours. And, like, there's a lot of physical movement, a lot of emotional trauma, like, a lot going on. Um, cognitively having to be super on. Um, and then, like, on Sundays, on day 7 of that, I go home I clean my house for three or four hours and then lately I'm helping Maddie with homework and I'm you know staying up doing Spanish projects or what the fuck ever she needs going on and you know that's a 15 hour day that's an endurance sport I'm, I'm putting my all into 15 16 hours like every minute every single minute of it yeah and it's not physical but it is Mentally draining, for mentally. sure. And physical. I mean, you're walking around and moving. It's not, 
yeah. and exercise, but you're not like sitting at a desk for 12 hours, or your job isn't to be a movie critic where you, you know, you're or a writer. Like you're, yeah. you are active, but it's probably the mental strain and just the pressure, and then managing lots of different things. So I feel like I can think of it that way. You know, like I can think of it like, okay, like this is a, this is a 15 hour day. I do 15 hour. I do hard things constantly every second of every day for 15 hours pretty often you yeah. know I mean well we've gone on vacations in Costa More Rica than 15 hours. I mean if you count our drinking and partying and dancing until late at night <laughs> I think it counts I think so to ton degree the way we do it sometimes it can, it can get rowdy I think what we're doing is harder on our bodies <laughs> yeah yeah sometimes sometimes absolutely <laughs> especially on day four or five or six you're like oh my gosh here we go start drinking let's get the but I, I do think that's a good way to look at it is, yeah and the other way is just like it's just a day right like you're gonna be yeah. alive for a long time yeah it's it will be hard it will be challenging but it is just a day and then tomorrow it's all over maybe or maybe we're still going tomorrow <laughs> because I have to walk down every hill because they're too steep and I can't quit and it's six in the morning and we're walking. Do you think that you would do that? Do you think that you would go till six o'clock in the morning? If my knees are not a problem, my knees aren't hurting. I don't know how far I would go before I like called it, you know, but I, it's hard to say. I've never, I've never done an effort, anything close to this significant so well who do you think you are going into this i think of myself as a tough person right i think of myself as a tough person with a lot of grit and a little too much ego and i I, (laughs) i'm serious a little grit and a little too a lot too much ego yeah a lot of grit and a little too much ego there you go yeah i think that's more accurate and so i think because of my ego it's it's gonna take a lot for me to want to quit but the level of knee pain that I sometimes reach will be enough I mean it like I cannot keep moving through that level of knee pain if I can't get rid of it and so if not that if that's not a factor I don't know. I like to think of myself as somebody that's just not going to quit, no matter how long it takes. But I'm going to find out. It's so exciting. I love that. I mean, that's the right attitude. That's a good start. You got the right attitude. Even if we like, you got the right slept, bike. You know what I mean? Even if we just like took a nap. put our puppies on the ground and took a nap cuddle. for an hour. Yeah. Yeah. In every other physical effort I've ever attempted of any kind. I am not the person that quits. You know what I mean? Like, I'm the person that toughs it out, always. But, and so that's who I think of myself as. Like, that's who I think I am, because that is who I am in my life experiences. But I'll be curious to see if that's who I am (laughs) with 120 miles and 10,000 feet of elevation. You know? Yeah. I don't the, know. And the fun, like the fun part is. Like, I'm not going to talk a big game. This, this is, <laughs> yeah, this is how you find out. Yeah. There is only one way to find out and this is it. Yeah. And that's part of the fun. 
you get to find out how tough you really are? No one has pushed you to your limits yet. And we don't even know if you'll get pushed to your limits tomorrow. I think I was pushed but, to my limits on the 11th. Yeah. I you were like, close. I felt like that was my limit. We don't know if we would have stopped and, like, stretched and, like, had more time and had lights. And we didn't have time. You know, we were super pressed. I was emotionally done. Again, we never... You were emotionally done because we didn't take care of you along the way. We didn't have the time or the Right. Luxury. We had to rush. We were really, really rushing right. because of the... And darkness. we're not going to do that tomorrow. So we don't know what... I mean, if we take the time to make sure, you know, that whatever you need, whether it's walking or stretching or taking a break, like, what does that look like? Yeah. And you got your KT tape. And we don't have to freak out about, oh my gosh, it's going to get dark soon. Because yeah, we know it's going to It's going to, and we have a plan for that. Yeah, we know. Yeah, that's true. Mentally, we know it's going to get dark, so we're, you know, preparing for that. Yeah. I think the idea of it getting dark in the woods without lights was just entirely too much for me you know like I, yeah. I think that's that is a huge part of why I was so emotionally done yeah I think so too yeah so yeah I you're right the whole setup I love it we started too late yeah um it was the woods it was mountain biking I was freaked out about bears you're freaked out for, by bears from the very beginning Remember that like valley, and you like thought you saw the bear or something, and then like ever since then you were like, and then I thought everything was a bear. Then everything was a bear (laughs) after that. All right, let's dig in. This is all we need is some fajitas to ride 120 miles tomorrow. Yep. How many sandwiches do you want, like for the first? Because my plan is only to have enough to get me to mile 38, and then I'll resupply get to the next one resupply I don't want to carry around a bunch of extra food just for fun so how many sandwiches are you planning on taking I'm going to decide right now um so I'm going to say four hours I mean maybe two I have I have like a bunch of uh, those Justin's almond butter are we eating breakfast oh good point well, I think I would. Yeah, I would like to. Okay. I'd like to try. Are we gonna like get up so early that we go to a breakfast place? Well, you know we have free breakfast at the hotel, and then the the next option would be I think going to Puritan Coffee and just being there and eating and okay. you know instead of going all over town, just go to the place we're going. And also they're sponsors, so we should support them, and other racers will be there. How many sandwiches I would take will depend on how much I eat tomorrow morning. Because sometimes I, I might have a little bit of a nervous stomach and I just yeah. can't eat a lot. I have a nervous stomach right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it'll really just depend, but I'm going to try to eat a good breakfast, you know, a good, healthy, wholesome, whatever I can get in my body. Yogurt, like banana. Sounds like a good number. It might be too much, but at least it's better to have too much than Yeah, for sure. You know? For sure. If yeah. we don't eat them, we don't eat them. Yeah, I have those Justin Almond Butters are 200, uh, 200 calories each. And I have like 10 of them, so I have like 2,000 calories just in Justin's Almond Butter. But that's my snack for the ride, you know, like 
like it's it. very weird to eat almond butter just like alone. Had Justin's almond butter. You had me taste it the other day, but I feel like almond butter just like has supposed to go on something. Did uh, did you taste the vanilla one? I don't remember. I don't know. I love peanut butter, almond butter, whatever. Like I'm big into it. That's what I like. Like I'd rather eat a tub of peanut butter than a tub of ice cream. You know, like I just love peanut butter. I'll probably turn into peanut butter at some point in my life. I am having a hard time like getting down food today. I just, I don't, I'm not nauseous or anything. My stomach's fine, but I just don't have a huge appetite. And I know I need some fuel. Yeah. That's where I'm at. It feels really difficult to like <laughs> eat this right now. Yeah. Well, it's good, but what else? Yeah. I can't think of anything else. I think we're ready. Oh, what time do we want to wake up? That's that's what we need to talk about. What time do we want to go to sleep? <clears throat> Try to go to sleep. And what time do we want to wake up and all that jazz? Well, <clears throat> what time we go to sleep will depend on what time we want to wake up. That makes sense. So let's start with that. <laughs> um, so we got to be there at 9. Yeah, but I want to get there early. Yeah, I, I meant I to say we got to we gotta leave at we night. roll out at night, you know? Like, I don't want to just, like, get there and get on my bike and go. I want to chill, have a coffee. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking about kind of getting there at, like, 8. Yeah. Especially if we're going to eat. Are we getting... Yeah. And then we can, like, have a coffee and digest it. And... So we need to get up at 7. So, yeah, I mean, if we could, like turn off the lights or like sincerely try to go to bed by like 11 or 10 like when when would you like to try to actually I would go I would get as much sleep as I can I just don't know when I'll actually be able to fall asleep I am pretty tired I mean if we just lay there and watch a movie I could fall asleep around 10 or 10 30 maybe yeah I think we should shoot for 10 or 10 30 cool. to like fall asleep cool yeah other than like attention to my form when I pedal so I don't hurt my knee too soon it's just gonna be being positive being positive just chilling the fuck out and just being happy and like whenever I start to feel anxious just kind of letting it flow through me and move on yeah there's really no benefit to being anxious yeah, right. I know. Yeah, I know you know, like, obviously. I wish, I wish I could tell myself that about my whole life. Certainly. Me too, certainly. To the degree that we're able, it makes sense to try to just give yourself the freedom to not stress about things. Because, especially in this, like we actually know what's coming up. It's more riding your bike. It's more of doing that. There's not going to be a trick. No one's going to say oh nope now you got to do this and there's some unknown thing we got to like be worried history. about <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh you're going here what what there's a meeting there's a lunch so i mean it's just it really is just like all right yeah we're just gonna keep riding my bike so and we talk about a lot on the podcast but being like i think the reason it's brought up so much is because it's so valuable but being present to the degree that you're capable of and just in, like finding joy in the moment, enjoy the scenery, enjoy being active, enjoy being in Arkansas and the weather and the company and 
yeah, the pretty flowers, like, mm-hmm. whatever, like, I, those, I really, I mean, it's a, it's a mental exercise, because I think it's natural to worry about, oh, you know, can I, can I, can I, or, oh, no, that's a long way, but, um, and I think we all naturally kind of tend to think about those things, but I, it's a, it's a, it's a process, it's like a, a, a like a cognitive thing that I'm, I'm doing where I'm like, no, be present. Yeah. Focus. And I'll, I said this, you've probably heard this on a podcast, but I really will. Like, I'll just like look at the rock right in front of my tire. Mm-hmm. Like I try to get granular, just like, like right here. Hard. I'm right here. Yeah. Cause it's going to be what it's going to be. You know, I'm going to ride my bike until either I'm done or until my body cannot continue riding That's it. my bike. No one's going to make you do anything you so, can't yeah. do or don't want to do or, you yeah. know, you get to... Yeah, you get to decide when you're done. Yep. Yeah. Look at you. You look so excited <laughs> on the eve of your first century plus 22 miles. Your eyes are full of joy and hope. Look at you. I mean, this is you getting me back for making you go surfing. I think this is like your way, and this is you're like. You're like, this is going to be easy. You can totally do this. And you're getting my expectation. You're making me think that this is something that I can do so that when I'm out there suffering and miserable, I feel what you felt in the water. It's not my plan, but I do believe it's an auxiliary benefit. An ancillary benefit? What is the right word? Yeah, I mean, I want you to have that perspective, um, but to be fair, like, you never said surfing was going to be easy and, like, talk it down. You yes. always yeah. were honest, and I'm being honest with you, that this is going to be hard. Uh, but, yeah, you just got to do it. You got to suck it up. We're just going to do it. Yeah, I mean, the other way to look at it is we get, we get to ride our bikes all day. Yeah, we get to ride our bikes all day. The downhills are going to be really fun. This is our, now our staging table. This is our, all things by pride only. Okay, I like it. PSI. Um, I think like I'm gonna run 30-25 and I'll run you about like 28-23 or something. Yeah, sound good to you? Why am I going lower? Because you don't weigh as much as I do. This is your other thing. Um, there's a headlamp, headlight. I guess I can just put that down. That one's yours. So the plan with the tail light, just so you know, is that we have one extra okay. between both of us. So like, if yours dies, then I'll start charging it and give you this one and then we'll just like rotate them. So we'll always be charging a tail basically, you know? Okay. Just so you know, and what were you gonna say? Were you thinking about charging something right now? I'm gonna make sure my charging thing is totally charged. I don't know how long it holds charged if it just sits there like, yeah, it's doing a little blinking. It was totally charged, isn't that weird? I don't know how to turn this light off. Cool. Whoa. I've had that light for years, and I wonder if it just broke. 
We can't sleep with it. Like, I mean, I can put it in my thing so we won't see it. But it would be ideal to turn it off. Oh, oh, that's what it's doing. It's like, it's like turning off and then turning right back on. It really wants to be on. Not great. Are we stupid? (laughs) Oh, 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 fuck. (laughs) I don't understand. I think, I think it's broken. I think it just broke. I'm gonna try to plug it in and charge it and see if it has like a thing where it automatically turns off. Oh, oh, okay, don't touch, don't it touch this. I'm gonna put this right here and don't let it touch it. Oh, it just went off. See, okay. look how smart I am. So these aren't all of our CO2s. This is a bomb. It's held together by a volley strap, so they won't be jingling around and making noise. But also, the volley strap is just good to have extras. Okay. I've got my ombres. Those are going to come in handy. Did you bring the wet wipes? I have wet wipes. Okay. I put them on the table. Okay. Um, yeah, no rush. Just whenever you're ready for me to put stuff in my bike, I can. Okay, Natalie, this thing just came on by itself. Oh, it just turned off. Uh, it's it's old, I guess. Uh, so Wahoo lights. I got my next slide of water, so let's pull those up. I'm carrying a half gallon of water down here. This one thing weighs eight pounds. So we're gonna be like, one thing we're gonna be hurting for is like bags. We have two gallon bags here. I have in here, I have Benadryl, Pepto-Bismol, Ibuprofen. So how many Ibuprofen do I have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Should I bring more? Um, I've got quite a few in here. So in here I have Xanax um, and ibuprofen and sertraline, that's it. And then I have Aquifer, which I will use for my undercarriage and and you too. I have this. Yeah, just yeah, either one. So will you start with- I have a cliff bar and I have two of these and I have extra contacts. Start with what? Will you start with chamois cream on? Or do you just apply it as needed? I've never needed shim cream in my life. I mean, I got pretty chafed on a recent ride that we did. I don't remember which one. I could have used it. I think it was the bikepacking basics. I would have loved to have it. Mm-hmm. Do you think I should start with Simon? No, not okay. if you don't normally have problems. Um, just once if you start feeling like, you know, you want so if these, you're having friction or anything. I brought enough for you to have two if you want to. Yeah, I think I won't eat those, thank you. Okay, well then I want them. Okay, we are getting things together. So the other thing, Natalie, that I'm doing is like I have, um, this is a whole liter of water. So I'm only going to carry like kind of what I need, but then we do have capacity if we're at any point feeling like, hey, we need more water for the stretch or we've been really cutting it close on water. Um, I have this just as a backup. Okay. I think I'm going to want my cookie. Yeah, set it uh, anywhere. And your wet ones are there. Okay. 
So I recorded an hour of our conversation over dinner. I noticed, which is why I immediately became awkward and couldn't talk well and didn't know how to articulate anything. And as soon as I saw that you were recording, I started, my brain broke. (laughs) Maybe your brain isn't as good as you think it is. (laughs) Maybe when you listen to it, you're like, You'll be like the rest of us, like, oh my god, like, that's what I'm I sound idiot. like. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've had, you know, th- those types of interactions with guests where they're just like, oh my god, I sound like that. Yeah. <laughs> Kill me now. One side of the gloves. Really. Putting our eye masks in the fridge. <laughs> I am. I know. I think it's cute. Do you have like toilet paper and tissues or anything? Yeah, I got toilet paper and a trowel and I packed your wet wipes. So, I mean, I don't have a... Maybe I should grab some more toilet paper. I'm hoping that if I have to take a shit, I can wait for the next real toilet that I encounter. Yeah. That's my hope. My goal for my life. I think that should be doable. You don't want to use poison ivy that you think are leaves. Well, we're okay. Where's my phone? Start checking boxes. Hydration gummies, check. I'm gonna check extra layers once those are actually in your bag. Okay. Are you ready to ride 120 miles in Oark? Where are we? Those are? Um, yeah, I'm not ready to go ride 122 though, but I think <laughs> I'm pretty good about 120. The new route that he did. Uh, you got everything? I think so. That new route file that I, that he sent out is, um, 0.2 miles shorter. Good. I'm going to need that. Yeah. That will be nice. That will be nice. What a beautiful morning. What a beautiful morning. This actually looks pretty good. I don't even need this freaking long sleeve thing. Just gonna keep it on because I'd rather be. I'm tired of being cold. Yeah. I never want to be cold again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to Texas. Good old Texas. Or never. It's either a million degrees outside, or Look, it's freezing. I'm dirty on I got sunscreen on in my shorts. Get in there as early as I would have liked. That is okay. Everything is okay. Oh yeah. It's just less autographs that I'm gonna have to sign this morning. Yeah. Well, you need to save your hands. I do. 
Can't wear them out. Beautiful day for a bike ride. Is this your hype song? <laughs> this is my go to sleep song. Sometimes I play this this exact song on repeat. No, I'm. This is just what came on, but I'm trying to see if it's charging. It's not showing the little lightning bolt. This is hardwired into the car. So. I'm a ghost to you, you're a ghost to me. <sighs> this has been the hardest part, really. That's what Yoga with Adrian always says. The hardest part is just getting to your mat. You did that already. Hey, that's what I said yesterday. So, about what? I said that. The hardest part, or something along the lines of like just showing up, is a win. Dude, I don't know where we are. Um, Google is not working. Like, my Google is not working. Can you, you don't want to do Google? I'll do it. Thank you. I want to <laughs> save my battery. I mean, my Google would not work either. Google isn't working. Just glitching. We're back now. Um, so I'm routing it to this parking lot where he said we can park. And it's just like a few minute ride over to the coffee shop. And I don't know about this swag bag situation. Yeah, we have to ride our bags back to our car. Yeah. Maybe I'm going to let you do that. Maybe I'm going to let Andrew do that. Yeah, can we just get the bags at the end? Like, why, why do we have to get him at the beginning and ride our bags back to our car? I don't know. I'm going to ask him now. I think, uh, okay, let me see. I don't like how Google Maps is helping me here. It's not helping enough. Um, I think it's just for people who may not make it to the finish. Like, if you pick it up now, you're guaranteed to get it, but... If you miss them at the end, if you're too late, if you come off course and never go to the check-in or finish line. I want to save get. my legs. I don't want to ride my bike back to the car. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I can do it. I just, I don't mind doing it necessarily, but I'm not sure if I want to. So maybe I do mind. Maybe we should swing it by in our car and grab our swag bag and go to the parking lot. Maybe we should. But it wasn't my idea, so I don't really like it. I'm going to come up with an alternative and better idea. Great. I, yeah, I think I should, we should park the car. We'll ride in together, grab the swag bags, all leave, you there. And you can socialize and get to know people, get to know your fellow riders. I'm just going to sit and meditate. <laughs> people won't bother me because I'm going to meditate. Or something like that. I don't know. Go south. But I think... Uh, yeah.
I think I might not be able to do the ride today because I don't have my heart rate run up monitor and I have a broken nail. Yeah, I think you're It's right. adding up. Yeah. Do you know what time you're thinking? And that's what it is. It's just it's death by a thousand cats. Can I leave my bike against yours? Uh, I'm going to go... Oh, Andrew's doing an interview. You were going to go talk to him? I'm trying to decide if I'm but I might just want to wait. No. What's up, Welcome. <laughs> how you doing? Good. How are you? Good. This is Natalie. Good to see you again. Yeah. yeah we, we've met. Oh yeah. Yeah. You met. You met our second Doom date. Year one, right? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm ripping. Man, I was thinking about the other day. I was like, did I actually end up sending that shirt or not? <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, <laughs> no, you did. I'm assuming slightly nervous, but a little excited. Cotton buggy too. Yeah. I think that's the same for a lot of people. Yeah. Where do you end up staying while you're here? Uh, homeboy uh, got us a hotel. Brandon got us a hotel. Graduate? Uh, nah, the Fayetteville, like, Merritt. Fairfield Inn and Suites. Were you able to ride here or did you have to drive still? We drove. It was 13 minutes gotcha. to get here, so it wasn't too close. I'm trying to find it. Find the route. I'm not sure if it's on here. Um, oh, here we go. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Um, never mind. I'm going to start getting people over yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, I'll either yeah, use the old the one. The beginning. Okay. Yeah, right. Then the file is the same. I. Uh, yeah, right on, man. We'll have a good event from your end. And I'll be, I'll be, uh, I'll be here. I'll see you whenever you come. Okay, hey, we have eight minutes. We get everybody in the start shoot over here. We'll start in five minutes. Um, we're gonna be heading south out of town, and we're just gonna block the road. Yeah, yeah. fan your work. Oh, thank you, Paul Miller. Nice to Paul, meet you. nice to meet you, Patrick. I guess you know that. <laughs> I always do that. I'm like, oh, I'm Patrick. Or death. Or death, yeah. See you on the road, man. Right on, man. Have a good ride. Oh, Dylan got a new tattoo. Do it now. He's been on the podcast episode 99. Dylan Morton. He races the East Texas Showdown, most notably. Are you Jack? Oh, okay. I'm Patrick. I've been trying to do East Texas Showdown. Yeah? Yeah. I hope you get in. Registration opens in like on the 21st. Okay. Oh, damn. That's It's coming up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm Patrick. Yeah. I'm the guy. Are you doing the 200? No, 120. Oh, I hope the person in front is looking at their navigation because I'm not. <laughs> um, yeah, this is it. This is as hard. Yeah. This is Arkansas. It doesn't get any harder or easier than this. There's probably like 70 people here, huh? Yeah. Morning. Find someone who loves you better than I do, darling, I know. The weather is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think I could manage this all day. Yeah, I could do this all day. Let's just do this all day. <laughs> Triggered. <laughs> I love this town. 
This is better than Waco. This is better than Waco. <laughs> it's just such a vibrant cycling community. Good morning from Fayetteville, Arkansas. Oh, it is 9.08. And so we're just getting started on this morning's ride. Temperatures are absolutely fantastic. It's like 65 degrees and it's supposed to be at like a high of 80 today. So the weather's looking perfect and it's been a good morning so far. There's like, I want to say there's probably like 70 or 80 riders here. And uh, we're just working our way out of town right now. It's been a fun, fun group. Um, everybody seems to be in a good mood and I'm excited to uh, spend my whole day on the bike. Natalie's ahead of me here. Absolutely powering through. I'd say we're dominating this first. Let's see, how many miles are we in? Yeah, I think we've dominated this first 1.7 miles. And uh, if everything else today goes as smoothly as this first little bit, I think we'll be okay. So, um, so far I've uh, broken a fingernail and I forgot my heart rate monitor. So the, uh, so the problems are just starting to add up for me early on in the day. But just gonna have to be tough and tough it out, you know? All right, get into traffic. Talk to you later. Sandwich time. We'll have honey sandwiches with a little bit of peanut butter on them. I think I have a good ratio. I think, the, I think your ratio is probably the best that's ever been done. Did you just check to see which side your derailleur was on before you put your bike down? I did. Holy shit. I'm so good. Ho, ho, ho. I belong here. You're a real cyclist. Yeah. You're opening up snacks while you're riding, okay. making sure you're not putting your bike down on your derailleur. Honey. A real cyclist. Oh, yeah. That's good stuff. I think we're going to be so fast. After this? Just in general. That we're not even going to have to ride in the dark. It's going to be daytime the whole time. You know? I think your math is a little wrong. Unless these peanut butter sandwiches give us like superpowers. You want to take your ibuprofen now? Mm-hmm. So we're like 20, like almost 22 miles in. I think. Oh, here we go. Morning. Yes. How you doing? Good day. Oh yeah. What? I don't know. I mean, he's got like bags and stuff, so he could be carrying enough stuff for the day. But also, people just have bags on their bikes, so. Mhm. Mm I am. <clears throat> do a lot of bike riding out here. Yeah. People like to ride their bikes in Arkansas. I think that people like to ride their bikes moved to Arkansas. Like, I would be shocked if we went out on a ride in like Clifton and saw this, you know, like oh if, if it was just like, oh, hey, hey, how's it going? Beautiful day. And then again. And it's normal. And it's just normal? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like we would be shocked about, holy shit, there's another cyclist <laughs> out here. <laughs> just one. Mm -hmm. Out here, just like, oh, there's so many. Oh, we got another one. No fucking way. This is wild. What world are we in? Arkansas. Other people like to do what we like to do. Yeah, that's a cool bike. 
Dude, this look, I love that he's got his bedrocks on. Hell yeah. I love the aesthetic, you're doing it right. <laughs> are you doing the rando or just riding? Just riding. Are you guys doing the rando? We are, kind of. We're, uh, we're, we're sweeping. sweeping. Yeah. <laughs> this is great, man. This is great. Beautiful day. Oh, it's such a beautiful day. Wow. Oh. Hell yeah. Morning. Enjoy. Yeah, I love that bike. Thanks, man. Is that Rivendell? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking sick, man. One of these days, I had to like unfollow all these uh, Rivendell accounts because I was like, so hard. Yeah, I was, I'm gonna spend money on one soon. And... I just got it like less than a month ago. Okay. I was selling it on Craigslist, and I was like, I, I gotta do it. How much? Uh, you had it posted for like hundred, and I was like, okay, I'm definitely buying that. I would pay just that. For was it game. like that? It had like the ultra yeah, dynamic co tires and with like a ton of Paul component stuff. Fuck yeah. Um, Dude, I would have snagged that so fast. We're about the same height. <laughs> yeah, like 20, I, he like realized that it was priced way too low. And then he was like, when I reached out to him, he was like, yeah, I'm actually upping the price of 500. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's understandable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, cool, man. Enjoy it. Thanks. Have a good day. Enjoy it. You These are my people. Please see his gloves were knit. Uh-huh. I, I used to have some like that. Those are like the cool gloves to wear. Clearly. Yeah. We don't understand, but his aesthetic is like. No, I understand. I I I got it. You got I, it. I did not think those gloves were weird. I thought that that, okay. that must be something cool. Mm -hmm. You know, everything else about him is so cool that he just knows something I don't know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. No. no, he's got the full aesthetic. Everything about that was right. His Paul components, his ultra dynamic tires. It's Rivendell bike, the Talrec handlebars. Made for a bag. Huh? Which is the first bag that I ever bought. Wait, wait, wait. I was talking, I couldn't hear what you were saying. Oh. He has an Oveja, Oveja Negra uh -huh. bag, which is the first bag that I ever bought. My half brand bag. Yeah, the same bag. Do you remember that that was mine too? It was? Yeah. I thought you didn't know what Oveja Negra was. Maybe that was Tom. Black Sheep. Yeah. Well, my first bike packing bike. Look, this one right here. Oh, that's Oveja Negra. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got, so my first ever bikepacking bags was a half frame bag and uh, the top, the two top two bags, they were all gray and all Ove and Negra. Are you eating both your sandwiches right now? No. Are you? No, but I'm going to eat some gummies. Okay. Yeah, this one I think is, I, I'm not full, but I kind of want to eat this one and. Like save it for a rainy day. It's more like I want to eat this one and, and let it sit on my stomach and see how I feel. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to get full. Absolutely. You know what's weird is I have a tiny bit of a headache. Like I this, do. do you? Yeah. Yeah, I have a little bit of a headache and I'm reluctant. If I were, in theory, it's possible that I'm starting to feel a little bit of exhaustion. Like, not exhaustion, but like a little bit of, of fatigue from this whole thing. You yeah. Know? Theoretically. Theoretically. Well, this, I mean, that's what we gotta do. Take a little break, eat some food, drink some water, and be tough. Well, I'm feeling good, so I can just pull the team. We should have practiced uh, drafting before this, mm. but... I don't like drafting because I don't want to be so close to you. I know. That's why I said I'm not gonna crash. <laughs> The bottle comes flying at me. Uh, well, we wouldn't be drafting on a downhill. 
but and there's not even that much much flat here so it really isn't a huge benefit <clears throat> but if there's some flat sections you should just ride behind me as close as you can it makes a crazy difference like if i'm riding behind somebody it's pretty common where i don't even have to pedal because i'm just like sucked into the airstream what you doing how are you feeling about ready to hit the road, I guess, is what I'm asking. Not rushing you, just checking in. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. Yep, I think I am, too. Good timing. I'll be ready for a poop once we get there. It, like, comes and goes, you know? And I feel like, is your body this way? Like, if you don't, if you don't take advantage of the moment, then it goes away. It just, you might it not. It can. It just know? depends. But you're, it, most of the time, it will go away. And so then when you want to, and you know it's there. <laughs> I know you're there. <laughs> come out, come out wherever you are. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, so 16 miles till the first stop. <laughs> Whoa, fuck. That was a rock. Uh-huh. But I thought it was a giant bug. Uh-huh. I had also just run over a little dead snake, so then I had a snake on my mind, and then a rock hit my leg. Yeah, you like jumped out of your skin when a person was walking down the street yesterday in a public square. <laughs> <sighs> you don't operate well around other people. <laughs> so how does your knee feel right now, like immediately after? So right now... I do not feel any knee pain on my right knee. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, that does... That is, like, hopeful. Yeah. Yeah, like we said this time, we know it's going to get dark, other than whatever nonsense you were talking about back there, about how we're going to finish. We're going to be done in... Let's see, it's almost 12... So we're gonna be done in eight hours. Oh, we're at mile 22 exactly on the dot, so we have 100 miles left. So you're gonna do a century in eight hours. Yeah, I think so. Which is doable for some people. Yeah. Yeah. People. You could be. This is the day we find out. Look at these wildflowers. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love them. Oh, those are like coming I like that they, I can't remember what you call that. It's a, it's a natural, oh, screening, natural screening. So it, like they have their garden, their like crop garden back there. And so you just do like a screening to like make it visually more appealing essentially. Yeah. Who needs kidneys? What do your kidneys have to do with your legs? Have to. Uh huh. Have so much muscle disturbance. Oh, okay. So you have good legs and a bad liver. Good. And a bad liver. Huh? I said kidneys. Oh, yeah, whatever. They're basically the same thing, I think. All right, bike fans, we are at mile 22. Which means we only have a hundred miles left. We got a dog friend coming out to say hi. 
But honestly, he's not being that friendly. He's kind of staying back. He's looking a little defensive. So, not the welcoming party I was hoping for. But uh, yeah, I thought I'd just stop in and, oh, here we go. Hey, now you want to play. Hey, puppy. Hey, puppy. I know. I know. I'm the worst. Are you going? Are you, are you so mad at me? Are you so mad? Hi. Hi. You want to say hi? Yeah? All right, I'm going to go catch Natalie. Have a good day. All right, so yeah, 22 miles in. Uh, we're definitely, I'm pretty sure we are uh, bringing up the caboose. And uh, that's great. Natalie and I are just, you know, our goals are just to kind of enjoy the day and take it slow. And um, do you lose your sunglasses? Yeah. This is why you got to have ombras. <laughs> You're welcome for the ombras advertisement. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, maybe we won't be riding into the sun. Do you want me to go back and try to locate him? I have no idea how long ago I lost him. Okay. It would be nice to have them. You want me to go check? What about, how far away was the place that we just rested? Might be a mile. Let me just go back just a, little a little bit. Yeah. Cause there's this little hill. Yeah. You probably knocked it off when you freaked out about the dog. Probably like spazzed and they went flying. <laughs> oh man. That was funny. She's always giving me crap for my umbras. Uh, yeah, she's not a big fan. But before this ride, she was saying, you know what? I might be starting to understand the logic and the value of umbras just being like from a functionality standpoint. And uh now she just lost her sunglasses and now we're, or I'm, going looking for them. And if I do find them, you know, there is a chance that she ran them over, so they're not even going to be usable, but uh, I'm not seeing them. I'm not seeing them. How far do I go? How far is too far? I mean, I'm already riding 122 miles today. I'm not trying to add on a whole lot more. I'm gonna go around this corner up here. And if they're not there, let's see. All right. This is like weird, a weird thing, because like once you start on this journey of finding them and going in the wrong direction, you kind of, it's like I've already gone off course. I've already committed time and miles or whatever to find these. So I feel like I'm kind of committed and I don't want to come back empty handed. But maybe this is a good way for me to sell a pair of ombras. If she doesn't have any more sunglasses after this, she's going to be forced to, forced to get some. All right, well, that's a no go. I am turning around. It's about to go downhill. And uh, that's not the game I'm trying to play right now. So, back on course. 
it's possible I missed them going the other way, so I'll keep an eye out going this way as well. But anyway, so uh, yeah, we got about 100 miles left, and so far we're feeling feeling pretty good. You know, like I recorded a little conversation with Natalie and I at dinner last night. And I'm not sure how much of that audio is going to be usable. So I'll kind of do a little recap real quick. But, you know, essentially, like, Natalie is absolutely going on a, a big ride for her. Her longest ride to date has been a 60-mile uh, gravel ride in Texas. I believe it was like 1,200 feet of climbing. And today we're doing 122 miles with over 10,000 feet of climbing. So this is by far her longest ride by any metric. The only like similarity to another ride would be like three months ago, we came up to Arkansas. We were in the Wachita's and we did almost 30 miles on the Lovett. I think the full trail is like 35 or something, but uh, we ran out of light and we didn't bring light, so um, we had to cut it a little bit short. But you know that anyone who knows the love it, it's a Imba Epic Trail, and Epic Trails are uh, known to be hard and challenging and, and epic. They're they get that des designation from being a challenging mountain bike trail, and so we did that a few months ago. And the other factor there is. That trail, that Love It ride was the fourth time she had ever ridden her mountain bike, ever. So, you know, uh, way outside of her comfort zone, but she did it, you know? It was like a eight hour day and, you know, it was hard, but we were able to do it. And I was telling her that I feel like, no, I went for a while until it started like getting steep downhill and I was like, all right, I'm, I don't want to play that game. Okay, well, I hope that I get to have some shitty station sunglasses. Yeah, I bet you do. I'm stoked. I think I'm just going to get the ugliest ones because <laughs> I, I just have to lean into the shitty gas station sunglasses setup. Yeah. I gotta go big with that one. This is your punishment for losing your sunglasses. Well, this is the worst thing that happens all day. I think I'm gonna be okay. This is the worst. It's all downhill from here, except for like 40 more uphills. Those are my favorite ones, too. Sorry, I'm talking to my listeners. Um, so, anyway, we were talking about you know, how that, uh, the love it compares to what we're doing today. And it's such different riding that it's hard to, you know, say exactly what the conversion there is. But I, I told her that I felt like if she could do the love it, that she could also do 120 miles of gravel riding in Arkansas. Cause like she has a, a better familiarity with that bike. We do a lot more gravel rides mountain biking is still new so and like the terrain is easier you have a comfortability with it 
And so far, yeah, it's been pretty smooth sailing. And she made the comment a little while ago that like, she's starting to see or understand that I might be right about that, that conversion of like, okay, if I can do the love it, I can also do this. Downhill, I'm gonna pause for a wind break. As cyclists, we need a new phrase. We need like, my call bless Arkansas or something. Uh, yeah, so I don't remember exactly where I was, but essentially, I mean, this is, this is Natalie's probably biggest ride. It's definitely her longest. We'll find out if it's the most challenging, um, but you know, she's I've we've done hard rides together we've done a couple bikepacking trips and she's tough and uh has the right attitude and and everything and you know we were talking about it like it's it's fun to come out here and uh and and find out you know where you're at physically and mentally and you never truly uh understand exactly where you're at until you put yourself in situations that are woefully uncomfortable and feel outside of you know, even your ability to comprehend like what you're about to do, which is where she's at. And, and having that question mark there can be kind of fun. It's, 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 this is the opportunity. This is the time when you find out how tough you are, how strong you are, how capable you are, how mentally tough you are. And so that's what we're doing. And, uh, one note about, I guess one more note about her is like, she's been experiencing some pretty extreme knee pain over the last like month or so. And we've really been trying to like diagnose it and figure out what's going on. Um, and so our, you know, our plan for the whole day is to take it pretty slow. You know, I mean, we're, we're not going to be shy to walk a hill or uh, take a break and stretch and eat and hydrate and you know whatever we need to do and so we never came out here with any intention of going fast today is all about a nutrition about attrition it's about uh, just m m forward momentum and you know managing anything that comes up I mean we're get both going to get tired and our asses are going to hurt and our knees are going to hurt or whatever and we're just going to work through those as they come so I can give you like just an outline of how we think our day is going to go or how we've kind of planned it. Essentially, like, you know, where we're at, I mean, Arkansas is not heavily populated. Once you get out of the city centers, you're in the country. And the other thing that defines Arkansas, if you've listened to this podcast or are familiar, you'll, familiar, you will know that Arkansas is either going up or it's going down. So there's, there's basically no flat. And with that said, I'm about to hit another downhill. So it's remote and it's hilly. And because of that, like we really don't have a lot of resupply options. There, there are two places on uh, route. So the first one is gonna come at mile 38. We're at mile, now we're at mile 25 so we're only 13 miles away from our first like official stop and uh our plan there is to just pop into a gas station refill some water 
uh, gra- you know, refuel whatever food we need and, you know, make that a pretty quick 15, 20 minute stop and, and get back on the road because the next stop is at Kingston and that's at mile 58, I believe. So it's only 20 miles after um, the first one. And at that one, there's, it, there's just, from what I can tell, there's only one gas station and there's kind of a, it's a restaurant slash gas station type situation. And they serve burgers and just traditional American fare. And uh, so that's kind of, that's the halfway mark. It's basically mile 60. So we're basically halfway. And that's, that's going to be probably our longest stop where we sit down and eat a burger. And it's our last resupply before the end of the race. So the other thing we'll do there is grab. All right, well, it's just hilly in Arkansas, so I'm going to have to talk over the wind. Uh, but yeah, the plan there is to sit down, grab, grab a burger, and then grab some food to take with us on the road to get us the last 60 miles. Um, after Kingston comes the biggest ascent and descent of the entire ride. And then after that is we get to about mile 80 and there's a river crossing there. And while it's like super dry in Arkansas and pretty much everywhere in America right now, uh, that one, uh, Andrew was able to confirm that, uh, that there's water there. So we'll be able to filter water. So the plan is there to, um, you know, I'll filter water and, uh, we'll probably eat, eat a little bit there and Natalie can stretch and just kind of relax while I filter water. Um, and then from there we got 42 miles to the end. So that's, that's kind of the overall plan. Uh, we're, you know, the, the, the format for this event, I guess I haven't even talked about that. I mean, this is a new event by Andrew Onermaw and Ozark Gravel Cyclist. Um, it's sponsored by the city of Fayetteville, uh, which is hosting the event. Um, and they, yeah, Fayetteville has always treated me really well. Brandon Pack over there has always uh, treated me well. And he, you know, got us a hotel and got us set up and uh, told us where to go eat and what to check out and everything. So we've been here for a couple of days just uh, enjoying the restaurants and we went to the Crystal Bridges Museum. We went out to the bars, hung out with the college kids, did a little bit of everything, uh, and kind of just, yeah, enjoyed it a little bit before uh, doing this event. But like I said, this is this is a new event, so it's a it's a randonnée. And if you don't know what a randonnée is, it's essentially just a. Uh, a point it's it's a route with a time goal and so the time goal for the 120 route that we're on is 15 hours so we started at 9 a.m and the the time cut off is 12 midnight so that's you know loosely our goal and as i've mapped it out um leading up to this i think we might be able to hit the Hit the 12 o'clock, the midnight time cut off, but truly we don't care. We've ta- we've had conversations about potentially finishing at five or six in the morning or whatever, you know. So we're just gonna um, take this as far as we can and take the time that 
our bodies need uh, to make it to the end and whatever that is is what it's gonna be um, so yeah these random a events are pretty fun it's something I've I've never done I've always wanted to do a random a because the whole format is slightly more laid back than bike packing like you know for example you can help each other and you can draft and um, I can carry you know stuff for someone else that they could care for me and they really do try to create a more enjoyable community building type approach to bike riding these events are not necessarily for going out and you know seeing who's the fastest of course anyone can do it any way they want to but i know that was one of Andrew's goals with this event is to make this event be something approachable and in even maybe like an entry point or a gateway into bigger, longer stuff. So that's, that's a pretty good summary of the event. I wanted to come out and uh, ride this for a couple reasons of several reasons. One, I love Arkansas. Um, it's only an eight hour drive from where I live in Texas, which might sound like a long way to most people, but when you live in Texas, it seems like everything is eight hours away. So it's not that bad to, you know, plan to drive out here and spend a few days out here and then drive back. And uh, so it's just been a, a place that I will frequently come to. It's obviously like known for its cycling and the cycling community and culture here is amazing. So. I come here often, I love riding here. And uh, I wanted to support Andrew and I've always wanted to do a random A. So I was excited to check that out. Um, I also am training for my ITT, the Central Texas Showdown. So what is today? September 16th. So yeah, I think that's like in, that's in two weeks from today. A little less than two weeks because I'm going to leave on like a Wednesday or Thursday two weeks from now and that's 475 miles and I think I'm committing to trying to do the first push of like 300 miles and then I'm feeling like I'll probably need to sleep and then finish off the last 175 after that but you know we'll see we'll see how that one shakes out but this 120 is just a really good uh, training ride for me. Um, yeah, just a nice time in the saddle. Put some miles in the legs, put some miles in the butt, get it toughened up a little bit. I am uh, haven't changed my bike much since my last ITT on the uh, East Texas. I'm still riding the uh, Panorama Cotton. I uh, I always had carbon wheels on here. I had We Are Ones, but um, Stan's sent me some new carbon wheels. Um, I'm really enjoying those. And I've got a more slick tire on here now. It's a, still a 48C. It's a Terravel something. Can't remember. It's the one with the slick center stripe down the middle. Very little tread. But Central Texas Showdown is like 78% paved. 
So I'm yeah, just getting used to this tire overall. And I meant to change it out before coming and doing a hundred miles. Like I think about a hundred miles of this 120 course is, um, is a gravel. So this isn't the best tire for this course, but it's been, it's been fine so far, but I'm, you know, kind of just getting used to this bike and this setup to some degree, but yeah, let's see where we're at. We are at mile 26 and a half. Feeling good. All right. I think that's about it. Oh, the other, only other thing I'll add is I still have my arrow bars on this setup, which are totally not necessary for this route. Cause it's again, you're either going uphill or downhill. So I won't be using them very much, but I, again, this is this, I'm mostly preparing myself for the central Texas showdown. So, you know, just how am I going to mount everything? I don't really want to take them on and off. Like they're perfectly put on there now, exactly where I want them. I don't want to go through that adjustment period again. So I got arrow bars. I'm sure they look a little silly, <laughs> but actually I was surprised. There were still like five or six other people with arrow bars. So I was like, all right, I'm not the only one uh, with arrow bars out here. So, all right, that's it. I'll catch up with y'all later. I said good things about you and bad things about me and everybody else. I realized I hadn't done a proper, like, you know, or damn right. Um, like explaining what the rando is, what we're like, you know, what this event is essentially. I think most people are familiar with what a randonneur is, but you know, I just kind of like, this is what a randonneer is. Uh, and do you ever figure out how you're supposed to say it? If it's randonneer or randonneur? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like paneers, right? Uh, there's multiple different ways of, I think some people call them panets, or I don't remember. I always call them paneers, so I can't even remember the other one. Yeah, but it's not it's not wrong. Okay. Yeah, it's you could say randonneur or randonnay and be correct, I believe. And some people might have a stronger opinion about that, but I haven't met too many of them. <laughs> Andrew just says we just they they call this the rando. Yeah. For that reason specifically, yeah. Uh, we're going to take a right. How you feeling? And I'm feeling good. Uh, I'm feeling like I want to poo-poo in the potty. So, uh, is your knee still not hurting? No, it started hurting about a minute and a half or less after I said that. <laughs> Right back to where it was? Yeah. Okay. And in fact, more intense on the next climb. Okay, good. The... Good, this is good stuff. It's good stuff. <laughs> but I really love it when my knee hurts. Yeah. Um, it just makes me feel like a tough person. Really, you get, you get to appreciate what, it, what it's like to have a nice knee. To have a what? A good knee, when your knee doesn't hurt. Yes, yeah. I'm actually, I'm pretty upset that my knee doesn't hurt right now. Yeah. Like my knee feels fine, yeah, you're which not, sucks. You're not on a real bike ride. I don't feel like I am. I'm just on a podcast.
I'm like, I'm like the uh, reality TV version of riding bikes. I just come out here and like, I'll get the audio of the gravel yeah and like say some things like yeah this is what we're doing play that audio in the background. Yeah. Everything, <laughs> everything wind noise the whole thing reality tv podcast or reality podcasting yep that's what i do sometimes i fake injuries sometimes i fake throw up yeah yeah just like, Ooh. Hey, you remember that time we slept in the toilet and a guy came in and took his shit while we were sleeping in there? That was crazy. You know what you're referencing right now? I'm making up things to be more dramatic. Oh, you're just making things. Yeah. We're talking about injuries and then... I'm, but I, the whole premise is I'm creating false scenarios to make yeah. things more dramatic and engaging. That's a good one. What about the time? What about the time that we... Took a wrong turn, wound up, wound up on private property and got shot at. Remember that? Yeah. Well, the bullet kind of like grazed my skin a little bit, you know? Dude, I still have a bullet hole in my helmet. Yeah. Yeah, you're, that's a good helmet. A lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I didn't tell you how many times I almost got hit recently. All right, that's the next story. All right, so I ride around campus a lot because it's close to my house. Also, around campus is where we have the best cycling infrastructure in town. There's, pe- there's students around, so they're, you know, people are aware of cyclists a little bit more or scooters or whatever. But man, I went one night and it, all three times it was the exact same scenario, exact same. I'm, I'm in my lane uh, on the right-hand side, obviously. And whenever we come to a intersection, cars that are going straight or, you know, that are, are going this way, but then turning right, three of them almost hit me. Two of them really almost hit me. Same time? The same intersection? Okay. One was at, uh, the night before. And then the next one was after the sign incident at one intersection I was going and a lady almost hit me. I mean, I had to slam on my brakes and she had to slam on hers, just not paying attention at all. And, uh, like the first one, no, the second one, that was like the first one, I just let her go. Like I stopped in time and was able to get out of the way. I had the right of way both times, both times the crosswalk sign was on, you know? And the second one, I was far enough in the intersection, nothing I could have done, you know, like you're either going to hit me. Luckily she stopped close to me. And then she like looked at me and I just, all I did is point at the crosswalk sign that was on and she like looked over there and was like, oh. <laughs> um, are these all like college kids? Yeah. yeah. First two, or the first one was a guy, the second two were girls. Even though there's better infrastructure over there, it's probably still more dangerous. That, that's the most danger I've ever been in, in that there's only one time I've almost been T-boned out on the roads and it was by a city of College Station employee that wasn't paying attention at a four-way stop and i mean the crazy thing was the truck was fully stopped i was legitimately my bike was in front of his truck going through the intersection and he lurched in like just ran and then like didn't see a six foot two guy and then slammed on his brakes then he came up beside me rolled down his window 
And he like apologized for feast. He's like, dude, I'm so sorry. I've got kids. Oh, no, no. That's not what he said. He's like, dude, I'm so sorry. I'm like, my like, fuck. What, the first thing I said is, fuck, dude, I've got fucking kids, man. You almost killed me. Like, I've got fucking kids. He's like, dude, I'm so sorry. I got kids too, man. He's like, I'm so sorry. I was like, it's cool. You know, like I, yeah. you know, I was a little heated like at first, but I mean, it is what it is. Obviously, it was an accident. The fact that you yeah. have to apologize. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it wouldn't have mattered if I was dead, but right. it's still, I appreciate that he didn't pull over and yell at me for being on the road right. yeah. and tell me I was a menace to society or something. But uh, yeah, I have been pretty lucky with car interactions overall. But that's three in very close proximity. And two of them, oh, I didn't even tell you this. So the, the two that happened at the same time, one was at one intersection, and the and the next one was at the very next intersection. <laughs> I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, people just don't, they don't have any awareness of how to interact with pedestrians and bikes. And yeah. I think especially bikes, because we're flowing at a faster pace. And, and sometimes you're in traffic and sometimes you're not, you know? Like, yeah. Sometimes you're- Like on a sidewalk, you mean? Right, like sometimes- Yeah, but the weird thing is crosswalks. Yeah. Like, nobody's paying attention when the crosswalk sign is in to expect people going through the crosswalk. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, yep, yep, yep. Good eyes. My thing beeped at me right after you looked. You looked at this hill and you were like, I hope we get to climb up that. Yes, yeah, And then I looked down and I'm like, oh, it's your lucky day. Going up. Oh, yeah. Just a little bitty climb here. This is a uh, climb 13 of the day. That seems like a lie. It's a yeah. lucky number. We've done. So my thing tells me there's just this one steep, short, steep sec uh, section, and then it levels out quite a bit. Look at this big, scary dog that's being nice. Hey, puppy. Good morning, afternoon, how was your lunch? I'm looking at this as an opportunity to get to try out my hiking and my new limbs. How's it feeling? Oh, amazing. Oh, Natalie, look at this big old caterpillar. Oh, wow. It's a big juicy one. I would take it off the road, but like some of these are poisonous. Yeah. So he might get smushed, but sorry, buddy. That's the reason I get DQ'd. Kill, killer caterpillar got me. We, we have 11 hours to finish. I'll be pretty happy if we finish by midnight, honestly. That'd be pretty cool. I'll be happy if we finish at all. I'll also be happy about that. What chances do you give yourself right now of finishing? is interesting. We got a car back. You can think about it while this car passes us. Oh, I think it's a cop. Watch out. <clears throat> Hide your drugs. Can't tell if it's a cop or not. It's like a Ford Explorer thing. You on a bicycle? No, man. No, I haven't seen one yet. I appreciate it. I'll keep an eye out, though. Stay safe. <laughs> It was a cop. It was a cop problem. <laughs> How funny.
Man, they were loaded up. Those guys are like, I mean, they're like bulletproof vests and guns everywhere. Exactly. In this little town in Arkansas. <laughs> Which I have to say, like, I appreciate him and the way he, you know, like yes. overcompensate for that. Be funny. Yes. Make jokes. Let Be You're friendly. Because yeah, that's what we'll talk about mostly. Little, okay, so we're talking about your odds oh, of finishing. Um, I now think I am more confident in my ability to finish currently than I was leading up to this one. So do you have a percentage? Like, would you go 50-50? Would you say you're at like 60-40? Like, my, I think my percentage <clears throat> more than 50 percent. More than 50 percent. All right. What is he doing? Is he taking a piss or I can't tell? <laughs> He really is looking for us. Yeah. That was all a ruse. <laughs> we might have got ourselves in a little Ozark marijuana trafficking situation. Or... Oh, they got the drug dogs out? Oh, yeah. I'm glad you didn't No, that's not a drug dog. I think they're talking to one of the neighbors here. Y'all seen any police officers out here? No, not yet. Fuck. All right, well, let me know if you do. Thanks, guys. That's how you play that game. <laughs> yeah I had a good one for him I had to I'm not nauseous I honestly might just need to poop I can't tell my but my tummy is like a little like just a tiny bit off yeah. and I have a tiny little headache none of it's bad or I'm worried about or anything but I'm not I'm at like 90% at 90 at Puritan Coffee Shop. <laughs> 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 That's good. All right, so what is your, what chances before somebody else rides up on us or another cop comes? I think they're high. But I think I'm realizing that I'm going to be in a Ooh, traction. Don't have much. I gotta remember that with these tires. If I need to do a hairpin turn, uh, I need a little bit more room to brake. My brakes are working great, but the tires don't want to get traction. First time I, well, the last time I rode like on a longer ride out here in Arkansas was back in beginning of February 2020 it was like right when COVID was hitting and the coronavirus and like the first time that I'd heard about it was on this ride and I actually got COVID on the ride it was pretty wild um but I don't remember what I was saying about fuck oh I almost flew off a mountain Brandon Pack was like I almost watched Bikes for Death choose death <laughs> But I didn't. I barely chose life. I chose bikes. And I always will. I can uh, see what I can figure out and we can start to make a plan for when we get there. Yeah, what are you thinking? I mean, this is lunch, right? I thought this is you're going to stop me home sometime. Yeah, some kind, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what we talked about yesterday we were doing was just grabbing doing like a sandwich or yeah. a rotisserie chicken 
Yeah, I know. Ever since I said rotisserie chicken sandwich, like that's what's been on my mind. It actually sounds so good. <laughs> it's like get a hot rotisserie chicken, some bread, some mayonnaise, some lettuce and tomato. It does. I would totally eat that right now. I'd throw bacon on mine. Oh, wow. That's what I'm going for is a rotisserie chicken. They have a bunch of places. We have a taqueria, a Mexican restaurant, a pizza hut, a Sonic, a granny's kitchen. Another pizza place, the Crooked Rooster Bar and Grill, Huntsville Pantry, Crossbow, I mean, there's a lot of options. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, uh, yeah, I think we have options here. So, I mean, we just need food and water. Then I give our chances of finishing, I think it boosts our chances of finishing by 69%. Yeah, 69. So do we want to just sit down at one of these like restaurants and just make it like a quick stop? Like totally up to you. What are you thinking? Um, I mean, I would rather default to you and like what feels the best. I mean, would you? Well, what did you a lot for when you made this whole time plan? Did you a lot for us to sit down at a restaurant? Not really. Like we did on the bikepacking trip. It was definitely more of like a gas station stop. Um, I think I allotted for up to 30 minutes. So it's like, there's little dogs. Hello, how are you today? Nice to see you. Yeah. Hi guys. Man, the people on the porch were not happy to see us. Yeah, how fucking rude of them to not call their dogs back. I w did you see I waved at her? Oh, did you? Yeah, like she was looking at me and she was just like, and I like, I saw I waved and smiled. And she just- just call their dogs back or anything? Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh, so 30 minutes, but I mean like, it doesn't matter that much. I mean, I I think we could like sit down and just order food and- like immediately when we sit and yeah quick like not like yeah not like a logan steakhouse or anything like <laughs> just something yeah i i think we could do that i mean we both like real food it's i mean it's better than anything we're going to get in the gas station yeah um yeah and then we can, like sit down for a second i love it. let's just do that yeah yeah just order order something quick and Get on and you know, again, and this doesn't have to be too heavy because we only have, I think, 20 miles to the next stop where we're gonna eat again. So like, you know, maybe we even share something, I don't know. Yeah, good with all of that. Cool, yeah, let's do that then. Let's do it, do it. Let's do it, do it. I was whooping, yeah, I whooped. Morning or afternoon or whatever. <laughs> Good day to you. Thank you, ma'am. Oh, I thought you were saying that like my wooing ruined your downhill. Oh no, I was saying that is the point. 
where it was like Car back. a little steep for me, you know? Yeah. That was fun. I was sustaining about 32, 35 miles an hour the whole way. Oh yeah. I'm a speed demon. All right, so settle into this climb. We got 1.7 miles to climb. We're ascending 420 feet in 1.7 miles. And the steepest part of this climb is the very front. Once we get to this little crest up here, the rest will be pretty manageable. So this is this is a steep part. So get comfy. Five miles till town. The big town of Clarkston, I think. Why did I Because I did? Yeah, you're right, Huntsville. <laughs> what is that Huntsville or is it Clarkston? No, you're right. I'm not being silly. You were you were right. I'm just laughing at myself. Ow! Oh! Ooh! Okay. okay. Pulled a muscle or uh -oh. had a cramp. That was weird. <laughs> okay. That was weird. That doesn't happen to me. Did it go away? I don't know. Oh! Nope. <laughs> I got like a Charlie horse. I guess I'll just walk this for a second. What if I'm the reason we quit? Nah. Come on, legs. What are you doing? You need a banana. I was not hydrated this morning. I'm peeing yellow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually. Yeah. yeah. I'll fill up some more water. I'm already out of this one. I'm only doing two bottles, which maybe is about right actually, but. Yeah, that's weird. I'm not. What hurt your leg? It's the inside of my. Is that my IT band right there? I think so. Yeah, I think yeah, I think it's my IT band right here. Hopefully, your IT band is okay. Why is your face making that face? Like, what is? I don't know what. I know IT band is a thing, but like, should I be concerned? Like, is this like? Um, my mom got an IT band injury after that big hike that I told you about in Washington. Yeah. Um, and she was, she couldn't, I mean, she was in a wheelchair for a week or two. What? She was like. Your mom was in a wheelchair? They bought one at Walmart because she was in such excruciating pain she couldn't put weight on it. Oh, good. But most IT band injuries are like pancreatitis where they actually, after the fact. Mm-hmm. Like you don't feel it, like you would feel it tomorrow. Like yeah. It would be like excruciating. Yeah. I mean, it feels like a Charlie horse or a cramp or something. I'm going to walk a little yeah, bit. I'm just putting this bottle back and then I'll be rolling. Good for something somewhat fast because I was having another thought. Okay. I think I'm going to have the worst time in the dark. Yeah. So we should kind of maximize the daylight, you know? Yep. And get as many miles under our belt with the sun out and just Um, so, yeah, just something fast. Well, we have Mexican pizza and, like, American traditional. Well, what this looks like the quickest little topping shot. That's tough to say while I'm riding and 
I mean, and how can we tell by a picture if they're fast? I mean, because you can tell what, like, a, oh, that's a sit-down restaurant. Well, this, I mean? this town doesn't have anything like that. This is just a, a small little town. So like Granny's Kitchen looks like a nice little cafe. It's got four and a half stars and is that the American traditional? and 1,200 reviews. Yeah. Okay, well that sounds good to me. Right. I wonder if it's on the route. Yeah, I think, I mean, that's the one that's kind of standing out to me. I feel like that over Mexican. I mean, there's a good... It looks like there's a good like pizza restaurant with calzones and stuff, but I'm 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 feeling that I want a chicken club sandwich with bacon. Yeah, I want something along those lines. Yeah, order of fries like that would be awesome. I I'm just gonna sit down and order that. Can we get y'all some to drink? Yeah, we could order too if you were ready. ready. I'm ready then. Yeah. We got 120 miles to ride, oh, so no, we got we got places. Going. Just back to Fayetteville. We started in Fayetteville and we're going back. We're looping. Yeah, we're making it a big me a year to get there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to get the uh, grilled chicken bread sandwich. Uh, do y'all have mayonnaise instead of Miracle Whip? I'll put dry and bring you some mayonnaise. Okay, perfect. And can you add bacon? Add bacon. And uh, fries on the side. And I would love a water and a Coke. Pepsi okay? Pepsi's great. It's better. Okay, I'm gonna do the grilled chicken breast sandwich. I'm also gonna do mayo instead of Miracle Whip. Um, and I will also do a water and a Pepsi. You want fries also, honey? Actually, yes. Yeah. Do you want bacon on yours? Uh, no. Okay. You want a water and a Pepsi too? Yep. Thank you. What is up, people? Let's see where we're at. I know we're in Arkansas. It's a good start. We're in Arkansas. And we're 52 miles in. So we only have... Is that 70 miles? Yeah, we got 70 miles left. And... We just... Uh, well, it's been about... 10 or 12 miles ago, but we stopped at a... Cafe... I think it's oh yeah, Granny's Cafe in Huntsville, Arkansas, I believe is where we stopped, and and that was um, much needed. We didn't, we weren't, neither one of us ate very much for uh, breakfast this morning, and uh, we we ended up being a little bit hungrier than we were expecting uh, by you know mile forty, uh, which is fine. So we just tried to make it do a quick in and out and. I think we stayed there for about 30 minutes and then hit the road. And now we're in the uh, section between Huntsville and Kingston. And so we probably only have about six or seven miles left before we get to Kingston. And uh, we've kind of evolved our, evolved our plans a little bit to, um, to uh, make Kingston a little bit of a, a quicker stop. Um, because we kind of stopped at the last place and took a little bit longer than we we had originally planned on, but it's definitely the right call, and uh, I think we both got a little bit more energy from that. I know that I'm feeling like I was just starting to, yeah, 
feel like my body needed some fuel. I was like cramping up and um, I was hungry. So I ate and I drank and now I'm happy. And the weather is actually getting better as the day goes on. It's just like overcast almost the entire time. And uh, so the weather's been like perfect. And mostly we're on gravel roads. Like we haven't been on, we've been on a little bit of pavement, but not very much. And I'm coming up to a potential turn. No, I'm not. All good. We're just going straight. Yeah, mostly gravel. We've been on like some paved roads, but definitely not a single busy road yet. And it's beautiful. Not a lot of traffic, not a lot of cars. Everybody that we're meeting, it's so crazy like how friendly everyone is here. Like all the motorists are waving and friendly. And I think I captured that audio from the cops that were out here and they were joking around with us and everybody in their front yard is waving at us and you know telling us to have a good day and the lady at the granny's cafe that like she stopped me and was telling me she used to be a cyclist and she'd pray for us and all this stuff so i don't know it's just like the vibe here is super good like <clears throat> i think that I don't know if it's just that the community here is getting used to cyclists or what, but it definitely feels like a lot um, less aggressive and hostile towards cyclists just in general. Like everybody's smiling and waving and just really friendly and nice. And that's been good. We've really enjoyed that. It's nice to have those positive interactions with people and not feel like you're a nuisance to, to the people um, that live in the community. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think I'm feeling, I'm gonna say how I'm feeling and I'll ask Natalie how she's feeling. But uh, overall inventory is very good. I had that cramp right before we ate in like my IT band area. Um, but I haven't haven't had any more issues since then. Um, and you know, like ass is starting to like, you know, I can kind of feel it, but not even close to being painful. And uh, yeah, really no ailments at all to speak of. After I had a, a decent meal, it really perked me back up. So I think we're gonna get into Kingston here and uh, yeah, eat a little something and then take something to go and keep on going. And we're gonna try to make as many miles as we can before it gets dark. Um, so I think we can get to about mile 80 maybe 90 or so we'll just see um by dark and that'll leave us about 30 miles left so that's what we're doing and we're on a climb now we just started a climb so i don't know if this is a good time to ask natalie how she's doing or not <laughs> this isn't the time i'll ask her how she's doing on her downhill <laughs> yeah a nicely graded downhill like a 4% grade, all paved downhill with no traffic. And we'll see how Natalie's doing. But from my perspective, she's doing good. I mean, we're, we're at 53 miles. Her longest ride is 60. But we've already climbed 5,000 feet today. And her biggest ride with the most climbing was like 1,200. Um, at least on that 60-mile ride. So, you know, we're... Uh, we're doing pretty good, I think. We're making moves. We're making forward progress and 
maybe there's an ache and a pain here, but spirits are high, like super high. And I think that's it. I'm gonna ride my damn bike. Are you taking a picture to like send it to somebody to like ask them? Like, no, I mean, it's up to us. I mean, I think I pull it out. And you think when you pull it out, sealant is going to seal a hole that big? Oh, I know it will. It's on the sidewall, but I don't think that should be a problem. But you have, oh, but you'll have to fill your bike with a tube and everything. If this doesn't work, you're putting a tube on your tire. Yeah. So go to the restaurant and then do it? That seems reasonable. I think it's going to come out. I mean... It's getting, it's hitting my frame. It's also like scratching on my frame. It's a piece of metal hitting a carbon frame. Like, I don't, all right. So how far are we from there? Mm, four miles. I would think about your plan of action over the next four miles, but it's up to you. Is there any harm that can be done from leaving it in there? Well, I just want to break it off so it's not hitting my frame. I can't with the tools I don't have right now, but if I had some pliers, I could easily. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get there. Okay. We'll get there. I'll think about it. Man, weird. What a weird place to get a big old nail. Like, it's right. How did that even happen? I mean, that is, <laughs> so, I can't even figure out how that happens. I, I, have, no, I have no idea <clears throat> how It's not even coming, because, like, if your tire's like this, right, it's going to poke in this way. Yeah. But it's poking in the opposite way that it should poke in. Your tire, I mean, you didn't, like, go sideways, like, do some crazy. No, no, nothing crazy yet. Someone, like, shot a nail gun at me or something. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't know. At least I know what it is now. It's been driving me crazy. It's always something. All right, mile 54 and we've had a development. I was hearing something as I was uh, just coasting and it sounded like uh, the brake pads might be rubbing or something, and so I stopped to take a look. And it turns out I've got an old nail embedded in my tire in the most random place ever. And I'll try to describe how it is because I don't have anything else to do. Um, so it's right by, it's on the sidewall but very close to the rim, like within like a centimeter of the rim. And the odd thing is, is that the nail is entered the tire from essentially the direction of like where the brake rotor would be or the axle would be. Like it's not stuck in there as if I ran over it. It's stuck in there as like it shot into it from the top. And I genuinely can't figure out how the fuck that happened. But it did. And now I'm spending the next four miles riding to this 
gas station and I'm contemplating my life and I'm making decisions about what we do next. Oh, I've made my decision. Here's the deal. I'm sponsored by stands. I've got stands in my uh, tires. I'm pretty sure they're fresh, like mostly fresh. And I need to trust my stands to do their job. And if anything happens, that's fine because I have a tube and I love fixing flats. So this is all good stuff. So yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get there. Let me yank this thing out. And if for whatever reason it doesn't seal, I will uh, be in a place that'll be kind of nice to repair it. So, and now we're climbing. 14%, 15%. We are going up, up, up. All right, so I'll keep you posted. We're only like four miles from the next stopping point. The last resupply on route at the halfway mark. I'll let you know. You know, one of the great things about Arkansas is, I don't know what elevation we're at, but we're under 3,000 feet of elevation above sea level. Like, it's just nice for someone that's from Texas to be able to come and ride here. And sure, we don't have these like long sustained climbs, but you know, it feels a lot more doable when you can breathe. So I like that. Good job, Arkansas. And I also was gonna provide a quick update on Natalie. She's behind me, see if she hears me. But I was asking her, off air and her knees really bothering her and it's concerning knee pain is a is a problem because it can be hard to uh, treat and figure out like what the problem is and i'm no doctor so you know we've taken some ibuprofen or she has and um we have kt tape so i think the plan for her is that this next stop we're gonna tape her knee up and uh try Tylenol instead of ibuprofen and see what that can do. But, you know, her spirits are high and um, the great thing about her is like, I mean, the only thing that's gonna keep her from finishing is severe, severe pain. And um, it's just an unknown and it just sucks to have to mentally deal with, you know, something like that through your whole ride and be like, oh fuck, I gotta deal with this for the next, you know, 60 miles. Yeah, that's not as much fun. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. You know, we knew that this could be a potential um, issue uh, coming into this uh, this 120 miles. So we definitely talked about it. And our plan is to stay patient and do whatever we can to help uh, manage the pain, mitigate the pain, you know, what if we got to stop and walk a hill instead of bike it or stop and stretch or whatever. Um, it's, it's what we planned on doing and had planned on doing before we ever got here. And, uh, the other part about it is like just learning, uh, what, you know, how to manage this. Cause, 
um, if this is going to be like an ongoing issue that creeps up for her, you know, figuring out how we can treat it and how we can work through it will be helpful. So, you know, trying to keep a positive uh, frame of mind and, uh, and turn this into something good. And it's an opportunity for us to figure out how to help her manage that better. And so that's what we're doing. And we'll just have to see how it goes. Wow. How far is that? Uh, a long way. A long way? Now we're driving in a car. Oh, man. Yeah, and mostly up oh. the mountain. We have to grab mayonnaise. Do you want any uh, anything else besides mayo? Maybe ketchup, if they have it. Yeah, we're doing 122 miles today. And this is our halfway point. Oh, Lord. I, uh, I had a friend that I... I Sometimes I'll open up the flea market down on the square and I had a friend want me to sell her a tricycle, an old tricycle. And I wanted it so bad. And my husband told me, he's like, you probably can't clean up the station a couple times. Well, and it had no gears on it, none. And I'd like to have died. <laughs> <laughs> so you changed your mind on the tricycle? Very much so. I would never have it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no gears is tough out here. Yeah, real tough. She's not old enough to sell alcohol, huh? Nope. <laughs> yeah. How are you feeling? Good. My tummy problems are not resolved. No way. No way. I'm well, telling you, my stomach hates me. Like, it has a mind of its own, and it's like... And it's not a good mind. It doesn't want me to be okay. Wow. That is insane. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So we're halfway. Halfway? Easy? Easy. Not as easy for me as it was for you. You um, mean you're having the best time ever? Best time ever. And also, my knee hurts. The good thing is... this thing and it hasn't gone from like hurting moderately to like excruciating you know what I mean like it hasn't gone to like oh fuck I, I, something's gotta give or I can't yeah. keep pedaling you know what I mean we're not to the love it yet yeah yeah. the love it level pain yeah cause I would I couldn't I can't if that happens like oh yeah how are your needs great you said it was hurting a little bit right yeah, it's fine now. Um, what is in my heart right now? I'm hungry. I'm like hungry. <clears throat> I'm like trying to decide what I want to do. If things don't work out for me at this bathroom stop, I will be using your shovel and digging a hole. At some point, I don't know what else to do. Or knocking on somebody's door. Ooh, let's go with the door knock. No, narc situation. I was, it was so bad that like, as socially like shy of a person as I am, like every time somebody would super smile at us, like a gardening lady would like smile really big. Um, I would think like in my head, like she's really smiling at us. Like, I wonder, I wonder if, you know, she would probably be so nice about me just like going and using her bathroom really quick. <clears throat> yeah, but then you wouldn't even be able to do it. 
Well, I, I was, I'm telling you for that last 20 miles, I thought I was about to shit myself every, like almost the whole time. Like I was getting concerned. Yeah. Like I was starting to think like, if I shit myself, can I buy some more shorts at this gas station? <laughs> like I'm like in a position and then I can fucking, yeah. I, I don't understand. Your body doesn't like you is yeah. the answer. I'm thinking about getting more food. Like, I don't know what else they have in there. She had that egg rolls. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why that made me <laughs> I really like egg rolls, but like cold egg rolls, uh, you know, after, I just don't know. I like didn't drink hardly any water that whole 20 <clears throat> miles because I didn't want to do anything that could contribute to. Cause pressure. I'm going to grab my water bottles and start figuring out that situation. Now, this is a small town here. <laughs> Kingston, Arkansas. She said after this, we're not going to have cell phone service for like a while. So if we have to scratch like... Your mosquito. Ah, that was so gross. Why was it so good? Just sucking on your blood. Ew. So if we have to scratch, we're not calling Andrew. We're hitchhiking anyway. <laughs> Didn't think about that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Scratching isn't on my mind. Not even a possibility. But what if I get so freaked out in the dark that I have to walk down every single little hill? That'll be fun. Okay. That'll be so much fun. And then we'll ask for late checkout at our hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know when our checkout is. I assume it's... Usually 11 is... No, but what day? Like, Monday. Oh. Or no, Sunday. Wait. Yeah. Oh, but didn't you tell him how long we were going to be here? Yeah, but he never... I'm sure it's Sunday. Yeah. You ought to be. Yeah. I mean, we did... He knows exactly what our plan is, so... I'm going to go ask him to make me another burger. It won't take too long. Do it. You want another one or anything? <clears throat> okay. I, I mean, might I go grab some sweet snacks in a minute. Is yeah. there, like, ice cream in there? <clears throat> I'll ask him if the shop's open. It doesn't look like it. Oh, man, this is a spot. I'll have my, another burger in three minutes. Oh. Uh, they have ice cream, like, an ice cream cooler in there, and then this place is actually open, so they have an ice cream shop here that's, that's open. I might just get a... I don't know. I'm going in on this one now. Do it. Because I can. I want to live in a town where I can go to the local gas station on my four wheeler. Not only can, but it's the only thing that you do. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be socially inappropriate to not do that. Yeah. Man, food is so good. What do you think about this burger? I think it's a great burger. Best burger I've ever had. Okay. I don't want to eat too much. A burger and a half, and a burger and a half for the road. Feel good about that. I got, like, as far as snacks, I'm going to have a burger and a half, a Twix, a Reese's, and a that. 
I gotta figure out some snacks. I'm gonna go look around. Definitely gonna get ice cream. And then I gotta go get some snacks for the room. Cool. <clears throat> What are we doing with Oh, uh, we can leave it here in the uh, in the cooler here other people have, so I guess that's okay. This is crazy. I, I'm starting to wonder if this was Andrew. Yeah. Because wouldn't he have mentioned it? Right. Or is it just the nice, the nice Arkansas people? Yeah. That know that there's a ride today. Yeah. They're like caught to one of the cyclists and they're out here. I'm starting to think that is more what's happening here. Yeah. I mean, I thought, like, that's a bunch of bananas. They probably went to the store and got them. That if that's so what's going on. Wonderful. Except for that one guy with the dogs. Yeah, That guy sucked. Well, since we're stopping, I think I'll get my uh, headphones ready to do a little update. Since I haven't done one in a little while. I guess you're allowed to say what mile we're at since you're going to have to do that. I don't even know. Okay. I just, I've been having it on the map, so like, I haven't really been looking either. You want me to take a guess? Yeah. I think we're at mile 75. Okay. Yeah, now I think we're going to be pretty set on water. Is that a car coming? Or an air, oh, that's an airplane. I'm getting hungry again. Even if we don't, but honestly, I can just eat while we're riding. Can we eat a banana? Mm. Mm. Do you want to share one? Yeah. You were about to say that. Mm -hmm. Probably a good idea. Oh, I wish we had a pen so we could write thank you on there. Okay, this banana is actually really good. <laughs> Bananas are like what we need. You know? I know, yeah. I don't like even want this banana right now. I'm just... See if you t if it tastes good. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like your body knows. It's like, oh wow, yeah, this is hitting the spot. Mm -hmm. Okay, you can tell me what mile we're at. I don't know. Your bike is on my bike. I can't look. Seventy three point six, almost seventy four. Okay, that's disappointing. <laughs> take it back. I don't want you to tell me. I take it back too. I didn't say anything. I've been known to lie. We're probably at mile 100. So we have 75, 25, we have 45 miles left. Nah. Nah. We're yeah. I think we're good too. We got four liters for 45 miles and it's nighttime. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think we're good. And I know, and we know that we have, oh, my tail light just, so that's the difference between a good tail light. This one has been running since last night in the hotel, <laughs> right? All the way till right now. But we're gonna switch to yours and see how that lasts and we'll start charging this one. So that's the system. Oh my God, is this a bee? Patrick! It's gone, it's on me and it's a June bug. June bug. June bug. Okay. <laughs> 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 You're so I'm the worst. <laughs> I just have no words for you. <laughs> uh, literally no words. 
just smiles. June bugs are kind of annoying. They're like, they just hit you kind of hard and run into you. These are the dumbest bugs on the planet. All right. Oh, what? <laughs> Howdy. Me too. Oh, do you know what that is? What? That's a 200 mile rider that just passed us. Oh. Yeah. So we might actually get into some traffic with other riders. How exciting. That would actually be nice. Yeah, it would be nice. I feel good about what just happened. So that, that's interesting. Like, is that the race leader? Is he at the end of it? Because he's moving. Oh, that is exciting. I, I didn't even uh, consider that. I mean, I knew that it was going to rejoin the route, but I never, you know, thought about it, I guess, or whatever. I'm starting to get cold. I'm ready. <laughs> I wish I put on that windbreaker when we stopped back there. These stocks are going to add up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of stopping. I got to run so fast. Yeah. You notice that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's like at mile one. What would he be at? So we have 50. What did we say we have left? 45 miles? Yeah. They're doing 80 more miles than yeah. Yeah, that's right. So he's at 150-ish. So 150-ish and his legs are doing that still. Yeah. Our legs were doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I see it. Nope. I saw this white one at first. Hey guys, how's it going? How are you today? Are you good? Hey, go up. Go home. Go home. Oh, I know, I know. I was trying to get on the other side, but you slowed down. Hey, guy. He's barking at me. He's done. He's done. He's done. He's gone. You just had to let me know one more time before we left his property. He's like, and don't come back. So there's another cyclist behind us. Cool. I like that. We got friends. Yeah. I doubt many people are going to be chatty at this point. Right. Exactly. Oh, the 6 a.m. cutoff is there for the 200 people. Yep. You know? Yeah, it's the people going 80 more miles that are going to finish. <laughs> That wasn't for the 120ers. No, you're right. Yeah, that was for people who... Hey, hey. hey. Have a good ride. All right, we are at mile 75. And I'm going to do a little update. Uh, first, top of the hour... Uh, recent news is uh, the 200 mile racers have started to catch and pass us just recently so uh, in the last like 5 or 10 minutes we've had two of the 200 riders uh, pass us which is pretty cool because most of the day we've been riding uh, alone which has been fun and fine and cool but uh, it's let's see what time it's 10 o'clock at night and it's kind of nice to just uh, see some other cyclists out here. Gives you the warm fuzzies. 
and it gives you something kind of like a mental boost, you know, just to like see somebody else out here and say hi and watch them right away. That's always fun. But uh, I think since the last time I touched, uh, oh, oh, I remember when I caught in or uh, got on here last, I was dealing with uh, the nail in my tire. And so we got to mile 58 in Kingston where they had the restaurant slash gas station and uh, I pulled the pulled the nail out and because of the location it was kind of hard to seal I had to turn the bike over on its side to get the sealant to go into the hole uh, but I you know it worked great and uh, I didn't even have to add didn't have to add any PSI back into the tire so I definitely lost like a couple PSI but you know, my butt could probably appreciate a little, a little more give back there anyway. And, uh, it's been, it's been fine. So it's holding air and stands saves the day again. Thank you, stands. Thank you for making a great product that allows people like me to do the thing that they love and not change flat tires because nobody likes changing flat tires. That's not fun. We want to be riding our bike, not playing repair repairman with your bike or whatever bike mechanic that's what they call those people so uh yeah we had a good stop there people like everywhere in arkansas so far have been like the cashiers were super friendly and they had some pre-made uh cheeseburgers so we uh we both got a few i got three and natalie got two of them is that better natalie because if you had got four and I got two, that would have been bad. But yeah, so now I'm the fatty. <laughs> uh, she gave me a hard time because we, uh, when I did the the ITT or no, that was an ITT. I just did a bike packing trip with Connor. I was like, Connor got the large, I got the medium. <laughs> but Connor weighs like 50 pounds less than me. Like I had metabolism for days. Anyway, uh, it was just good. Here, we'll go to... We were originally going to have to stop at 80 because of the water, but now we don't. Where do you want to stop? I honestly don't need to stop for the rest of the ride. Okay. So, yeah, I would just say, when would you like to set a goal of stopping? What about I think 100 makes a lot of sense. We're 25 miles from there, and then we'll only have 22 to the finish. So, yeah, yeah. it's just going to be cool to, like, knock out your first century, you know? Yeah. And you're, this is a gravel century. We haven't talked about that yet, but, you know, there's a distinct difference between a gravel century and a road century. So, I think, I think just mentally it'll be cool to stop at the century mark. Be like, fuck yeah, I did a century. Let's take a break and then let's finish this thing out. Cool. Let's do that. We're going to be turning, it says to me, although we can't see it. Oh, yeah. We're turning. Yeah, I'm feeling good. I mean... Like, are you, how are, what, all right, well, let's go back with this one. What, what chances do you give yourself of finishing now? Oh, I'm... Yeah. yeah. 
I think you are too. It's like we're 75 miles in. There's only 45 left. You're almost to 100, and then there will only be 20. Yeah, however you want to phrase it. Mile 79, and I just had my first piece. I don't know how I feel about that, but it didn't look very yellow. But only 42 miles left. Nothing. Nothing. What's up? You taking a ibuprofen? That and... And let's see, Tums. Yeah, my protonic. Is that GERDs? Yeah, it's the daily GERD medicine. Man, this Gatorade water is so good. And it's getting a little cold. I can, I can see my breath. All right, music. Yeah, let's kick some tunes on. Okay. I will have to listen to my skiing playlist because... <laughs> you need a cycling uh, playlist. That's fucked up. My skiing playlist is the only one that's downloaded... Oh, yeah. Cool. This is going to make me feel better. Ibuprofen and a little music. Oh, yeah. Ibuprofen and music. Okay. Let's do it. Let's ride our damn bikes. Guess what? Miles. Don't wreck. <laughs> In Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> Get to a hundred and just like crash. Hundred miles. Easy does it. Congratulations. Huh? That's 100 miles. That's 100 miles. A good way to, like, uh, put this into perspective for people is tell them that next time you drive to Houston, the entire time you're driving, think about how I rode my bike that far. Yeah. You know, like, think about that as you're driving. Yeah. And now, picture hills. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. yeah, but it's just one way because like, and I've I've said that to people, and then they do it. They're like, oh yeah, that's like that's a, that's a it, it gives them at least something to measure it to. Yeah. I feel like. No, I you said that to me. That helps me put in perspective. You know, just how long the ride that I was going on at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a good metric. Yeah. Because people get bored in the car. They're like, oh my gosh, taking forever. You know, are we there yet? And then be like, all right, I rode my bike that whole way. But for some reason, if you just say, oh, I rode 100 miles, like, wow, that's a big ride or something. But 
You and me both. It's just like, other than talking about how hard things are. Mm-hmm. At some point, we'll just start recycling all the... See, look. The climbs, one, two. But these were the big ones, obviously. Mm. So there is more... I can see how that one is harder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's longer and steeper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we're a little flat going downhill. Like, that's a little climb. And then that's the flat part into town, right? Yeah, so this is where it turns to... At what mile? At 115 or so. Somewhere around there. Like, right around here, I think it turns to pavement. But look, like... This looks like it's going to be pavement here. I don't know. We'll just have to see. But yeah, two more climbs. Um, yeah, right? Two, you, you see what I'm seeing? Two more big ones, yeah. Yeah, two more, two more notable climbs. I'm going with my Reese's. If I were doing the Tour de Lab, I would never eat hamburgers. I would only eat Skittles oh. and little orange slice candies. What's in that, you think? How many calories? Yeah, calories. I already looked. Sugar. 250. Like what, what other? Sugar, a million. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, okay, so I really like Skittles a lot. I like fruitier stuff. It just feels refreshing. Um, I don't remember the last time I let myself eat Skittles. I don't eat them. Um, I don't eat Maddie's leftover Halloween candy. I don't eat anything, right? Like I don't eat just like candy like this. So, this is thrilling, truly thrilling. Yeah, this Reese's is pretty money. We basically only have twenty miles left. Basically, it's like twenty point five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then we have to ride our bikes from Puritan Coffee to the car. I'll bring the car to you. You will? Of course. Then I have to awkwardly hang out with whoever's there. Well, you can come with me. How long of a drive is it? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not far. I don't know. Like a half a mile tops, but probably not that far. Up. It's uphill, though. I might just come with you just because I'm not in a mental condition to have to, like, talk to those people by myself. Yeah. Me neither. I mean, I wonder how many people will be there. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I feel like you could also just, like, kind of leave with me. on the ground. <laughs> and then they'd be like, oh, she needs to be left alone. That would be perfectly acceptable. <laughs> and reasonable and appropriate. <laughs> that was my first idea, actually. But the one I was going to verbalize was... You could just walk out to, like, the curb because they have that fence. You just, like, wait on the other side of that fence, you know? I'm going to eat this whole bag. Yeah, why wouldn't you? That's what we're here to do, eat food. I don't think I brought my water over here. That was 
Mm. The whole bag except that one. <laughs> oh, that's your foot. <laughs> I dropped one in there, but it's not really littering because the animals will eat it. Yeah, you just poison the poor critters. <laughs> All right, I'll take a nap then. What's the plan here? What do you want to do? I want to get moving pretty quickly. Yeah. Are you thinking about eating a burger? Or? Mm. I really wish that instead of a burger, I had just gotten like other candy, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm so frustrated. Why didn't you? Um, well, I didn't know. I've never done a ride this long. No, no, what? Yeah. I just didn't know if you were like, holding back like oh i shouldn't eat that much candy or i mean i do feel kind of about it kind of weird about eating candy but i don't give a shit at this point <laughs> like i'll eat cigarettes if that's what's gonna sustain me <laughs> i was telling that when you were in the bathroom at that last place i was just kind of chatting with the cashier and I told her, I was like, basically the name of the game is trying to figure out what future me is going to want. Because <laughs> I was like perusing all the aisles. I'm like, what am I going to want in like <laughs> six hours from now? They probably think we're so weird. Like we're so like obsessed with food. We just come in and buy like so much junk food. I think they think we're awesome. And they're like... Whatever you need to make it is what you should do. You've been super patient with me, and I really appreciate that. You're very welcome. I appreciate you coming. It's more fun with you here than doing it by myself. I knew that you would be nice and patient, but I didn't know that you would be this patient for this much of an extended time period. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think I I definitely have patience as a virtue, for sure. And it does help. It's like anything else to mentally prepare for it, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I I had time to mentally prepare for, you know, exactly what we were doing. That's what I'm doing so far. I mean, I'm like you. Maybe I'll start crying the last 20 miles. I mean, anything is possible. I might just have a breakdown and start yelling and crying and screaming. (laughs) Oh, I can only hope. Start lighting into me about everything I've ever done that hurt your feelings. I never hurt my feelings. 20 miles left. Feeling tired. We've been out here a lot longer than we were expecting, but that's okay. It's three o'clock in the morning. Got 20 miles left. So we'll probably get done in round five. And we'll get to go to bed before the sun rises. Yeehaw. Yeah. That's a finisher photo. That's a 22-hour photo. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. 22 hours and four minutes. He said 50% dropped out. 
That's got to make you feel good. That's the thing. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. That's that's attrition. That's sticking it out. That's toughness. That blows my mind. I'm tougher than all these people. At least 50% of them. Yes. Yeah. You might be tougher, too. And tougher because this is tougher for me. Yeah. Being from Texas and new to psych, well, you know, at least long distance, you know, stuff like this. New as in you just did your first one. I can't believe we're riding bikes again right now. It doesn't feel as bad knowing that we're going straight to the car. So best case scenario, we're in bed by eight. So five hours, maybe five and a half hours. Okay. That sounds nice. Yeah. Honestly, I'll t- I just, I'll take whatever. I'll take anything. I'm not even tired though right now, but I'm pretty fucking <laughs> sure once I get in that bed. First, the shower will start the, oh, the calming down process and relaxation. And then that bed's going to be so the guy that you said is a really strong rider, he called it. Yes. Was he doing the 120 or the 200? He was doing the 120. I've ridden with him before. He lives here. He rides here all the time. I didn't call it. And I could yeah, have, and I would have been among 50% of people. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's a huge badge of honor. Yeah. That's a huge badge of honor. I'm so proud of you. That's amazing. That's a car. I've wanted to see it for so long. Hopefully I have the keys. Literally teared up when he said, I'm so proud of you, and at the same time, I saw our car. <laughs> That's a special moment. <laughs> Let's go. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. We did that. I did. I did less than you. I did like, uh, what'd you do? You did 133. Yeah, what'd you do? One, 1.25. Oh. <laughs> Is that eight miles difference? Yeah, that's a big difference. I thought so. That, yeah, I'll have to look. That's a number of thousands of feet of difference in elevation. Apparently I can't drive fast anymore. <laughs> I know, I'm like, what are you even doing? I need to ease into it. <laughs> When I had to write my name, I I couldn't like write very well. I have great handwriting. Oh. But I don't know if you saw, like I was just like I didn't see. You took I, a picture though, so Yeah. Right? Yeah, I looks like a child wrote my name. <laughs> yeah, mine was not good. I'm done with that ride. Yeah. 125.2 miles. There were so many that one's gonna take a while to process. <laughs> I mean I started becoming absolutely miserable way more, like, early on than, obviously, than, than you would have known. 
for sure. I went I from like really struggling to like truly miserable long before the halfway point. I'm serious. <laughs> and everything after the halfway point was just not okay. Not even a little bit okay. Not even a little bit okay. So when you say totally miserable. Like everything hurting. My, remember when my legs started shaking? Like I told you, what mile do you think that was? Like 40. No. I remember. My muscles were so fatigued at that point that my legs were just shaking. And my legs were, sh like, I. My muscles were so fatigued by mile like 50. Just so fatigued. And my knee hurt. And my ass hurts. And not like it's sore, like it has like irritation. I felt foggy, like I was miserable. Every climb, I didn't feel like I could get through it because it hurt so bad. My legs hurt so bad, and my knees hurt so bad. <laughs> Just realized our hotel is gonna be serving breakfast when we get back. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm getting hungry now. So miserable to prevent, like that would also prevent you from enjoying it. Like did it, I mean, obviously I it's not going to be myself. as enjoyable. I completely stopped enjoying myself around, when did that happen? Definitely the last 20, but really I think, okay, so 90, I was not enjoying myself anymore by 90, because 90 to 100 was so hard. I was desperate for 80 to come. I stopped enjoying myself for, like entirely around mile 80. Like to the point where it's like, this is not fun anymore. Like I feel desperate to get out of this bike ride. Yeah. But I just, you know, that's cool though that's what that's kind of what you have to do yeah but you don't have to you get picked up but you know people that do like bike packing or long rides I mean, you just have to suffer through it you just have to suffer through it 50% of people blows my mind. I don't understand. Andrew looks tired. Yeah. Derbedly so. But he was still so nice. Oh, yeah. So enthusiastic. Little bug, huh? Yeah, it's hard to drive. I don't feel comfortable driving. I can imagine. going seven mile an hour average for the last 22 hours <laughs> and going 25 feels a little risky I mean look at these people are flying around like okay so I was seeing faces in the trees every leaf I thought was a little animal like a little rat or a little frog leaf on the ground um, 
that one cyclist when I freaked out because I was like, he's still standing there, right? The reason I asked that is because that sign, I, that I thought was him standing facing us, but it looked like he was wearing a white motorcycle helmet and facing us and looking at his phone. Like it was so specific. Um, I saw like, your, it was probably shadows, but my brain interpreted shadows as like dogs or like coyotes like running away from your bike a lot of the time. I was seeing things. Yeah, did you think you were full on hallucinating them? Or do you think it's like your bad night vision? Oh no, it's beyond bad night vision. And my brain was, I don't know that it was full on. Um, my brain was... Just playing tricks on you. Playing tricks on me. Yeah. All kinds of them. That's what, that's what was happening to me when I rode home from your house through the night. Just, I remember that one thing on the side of the road, it was just a bush, but I was like, what are you? What are you? What are you? Didn't answer. But there really was a mouse or a rat that almost got right under my tire. Oh, God. So obviously they're not dangerous or anything. Like, is it just a... Like they're gross. Well, if I had run it over, they're just startling. I don't know. It's just startling. It got so close to getting under my tire. Oh, it is. just so. You fucking did it. I did it too, but no one really cares. <laughs> I care, and I'm proud of you, and I think you're really tough. I care more than you did it. Do you? Big time, of course. Me too. Yeah. I mean, that was easier for me. That was really hard for me. Yeah. Like, I should, you know, that I should be able to do that. <laughs> I was, I was happy that it was as, you know, relatively easy as it was. Like, that makes me feel good. or whatever. I would not have given myself permission. I knew that. I, I know that I have an ego and that's what, that's how much of an ego I have. I wish you could, I wish I could have transplanted you into my body. Especially towards the end of that ride. And my brain, the hopelessness and despair. 
didn't really want to do that. But I wasn't 100% happy in my body, but I know I'd be a lot less happy in yours. Oh, look at these productive people. So I need my wallet. Okay, that's in the bike. Okay. Yeah, we got a bike. <clears throat> so, I don't think I need anything but my bike. And maybe some drugs. <clears throat> like lots of them. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for joining Natalie and I on our bike ride. If you're getting sick of me, don't worry. Next week's episode, I mean, I'm still going to be there, but my guest is going to be Kurt Snyder. He is just back from finishing the Continental Divide Trail, which, much like the Tour Divide, runs from Canada down to Mexico along the Continental Divide. However, the CDT is primarily single track. So that episode is going to come out next and I'm excited for it. Until then, thank you so much for being here. If you'd like to support this work, you can do so over at patreon.com forward slash bikes or death. And or you can always leave a five star review on Spotify or iTunes. And don't forget to tell your friends. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. Until next week, you know what to do. Go ride your damn bike. It was the middle of the night. You grabbed your knife and you held it tight. The sounds of beasts kept you awake. The sounds they made kept you afraid. In the morning, you packed your bike. Memories forgotten from the previous night. You rode faster than ever before. Was it your imagination? Merely folklore. Fear turned into strength as you pushed further. Every pedal stroke stronger and firmer. Your bike feels weightless. Your legs aren't tired. You think to yourself, just a few more miles. Bikes. Oh, death. Bikes. Oh.